This is the North Ram. Oh god. Polly <laughs> likes pizza. This is the North Ram. Polly likes pizza. Sounds like audio crisp. This is the North Ram. This is the North Ram. Welcome to the North End Podcast, where three Canadians talk about English Saka. Today I'm here with Paul and a special guest. Chris is back from Soccer uh, Soccerholics TV. Welcome back, guys. Hey, hey, I'm back. He's back. How you doing, Chris? Yeah, you, you all right today? Difficult, uh, difficult day, but you're uh, you seem chipper nonetheless. Honestly, just one or two, maybe three wolf bites, but I'm okay. <laughs> nice, nice, uh, excellent. Uh, crazy weekend. It's been, yeah. it's been a lot of fun results. We and... should maybe mention that Convery's not here because he's taking an emotional oh. loo day. Yeah, Convery's. Yeah, that's true because of what happened. That's last an night. emotional day. Emotional day for last night and today because <laughs> it's a Leaf fan, Leaf fan, and a United fan at the same time. Yeah. Convery's actually said he's got hockey tonight, so that's why he's not here. So we got his picks in though, so he will be here in spirit. But we know, like, hockey's just code for a tub of ice cream and. Crime. Yeah, he's sitting at home just like. We know that. Yeah, absolutely, it's positively true. So without Convery here, Paul, let's get you into the results from last week. Last week, guys, crazy, crazy games. He said as he clearly stalled while putting up the scores. Um, <laughs> Typical. I think. I think. It it was a weird week because the first game right off the bat was such a big important game, yeah. But had, also not that important because you guys were on such a high having beaten. I think we knew it was Man City, coming. So Man well. City Spurs, yeah. But it was uh, and it felt like it was coming. Like there's I an, think everybody a, thought an inevitability Spurs about it. were going to lose this game. That, but it won nothing, Man City. And what I I thought was a, a game where you guys really held your own. And we it, had it, some chances too. It was, we just uh, uh, their keeper had a had a fantastic game. He did. He, he made three or four saves that were incredible. That. Sonny normally would score, so uh, good, good, good match. I, I went into it just like not really giving a shit one way or the other. <laughs> like, yeah, didn't care that's what I meant. Like, didn't it, care. I was just like, yeah, because of the Champions League, there was uh, no tension about that did, for any Spurs fans because no. the high was still so still high. Just cruising along. I, every person I talked to, every Spurs fan I talked to, were like, I don't care. I just, I don't care. We're, right. we're in the semifinals. Right. That's, that's all I care about. So, but Man I thought City, the same way. Man City uh, uh, on a roll still. Man. I, I, I thought maybe would come for blood a bit more. Yeah, and it was a little bit like. Not concerned, but I was a little bit like, huh. You know, they've been playing like, that way though. Like it's very Spurs mythical. don't seem like they care that much, and yeah. it feels like Man City should be kind of like a little bit more down, buckle down yeah. now. I think they did do that, but I think that you know, Spurs are a very organized side, and they're a quality side. They're in third for a reason, so yeah. there aren't going to be. It isn't going to be easier as easy for them to get in behind the, our defense as maybe some other sides who would do a similar thing in a counterattacking style. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's City. They're they're they got the win. They needed. They got what they needed, and they they roll on. Yeah, one nil to start the uh, the game. So it was. Uh, uh, off to a good start. Yep. Uh, Bournemouth, Fulham, um, and we've been talking about how Fulham maybe don't give a shit, and because they don't give a shit, they're, they're more dangerous than ever before, <laughs> yeah. and that seems to be it's playing true. Uh, I think Babel was the uh, was the man of the match in this one, and Mitrovic finally got on the board. Yeah, which is a bit of a shock. Um, it's been a while. I don't know about this Babel guy. He seems like he's too good to play for Fulham. I think he'll probably get picked up by like uh, I don't know, like, but he's been around the block as well. So he, well, he like, was he was at Liverpool originally, right? I think yeah. that's where he played when he first played in the Premier League. He's but been all over the place. That was he's like ten Turkey, years ago. He's been everywhere. <laughs> it's like forever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and that. Uh, Funny result, Bournemouth. You sort of expect to win that game. Yeah. But didn't get the results. So. Yeah, I kind of like seeing Fulham surprise some teams. Um, yeah. I thought Bournemouth were definitely going to be better than this. But uh, do, yeah. who do Fulham have coming up? Is there anything, guys? That, uh, that there's a big match against Cardiff City. Oh, that's towards the end of the. No, that's their next match. Oh, that's their next match. It, oh, it's yeah. perfect. Is, we'll get into that. We, into the we were talking about this, but uh, essentially, what they could do um, 
for the remainder of their season Fulham is excite their fans, play for contracts, get out of the championship, like yep. get signed by uh, on an individual player basis, of course. Uh, Parker is probably playing for his management job I think he is, and I think he might get it, too. I think he might get it now. Um, but I think they could also play spoiler for a few teams because their schedule might allow them to hurt some teams. And that Cardiff game is like, I mean, if there's a chance for a spoiler, yeah. right? It's yeah. right there. Yeah. That's a big one. Um, on to the next. Huddersfield, Watford. We have Watford taking it 2-1 against the lowly Huds. Closer than I thought, but I, I didn't... Be honest, I didn't watch this game, so I don't know much about it either. You guys see anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delafeu had a couple of really nice goals. Yeah, um, he's been he's been fantastic lately. I, I, he's another player you'd think maybe you'd see. Would you take him at Arsenal, Chris? Who Delafeu? Uh, quality, quality player. See, now Chris might appreciate this because he plays fantasy football uh, <laughs> along with some of us. So, like for me, points this week. Once you start playing fantasy, you kind of get a, a take on Delafeu. This guy scores. Bundles of goals, lots of goals, yeah. or no goals, or no goals. Yeah. Scoreless for four games, and then scores three in a game and two, yeah, in, a two game. in a game. Yeah, yeah. And he's a bit streaky, streaky, very streaky, so streaky. But he's so talented as well. Like some of the goals he scored this game were really nice. Like he is yeah. a dangerous, creative Quality little player, player yeah. outside the box. And I'm curious to see what happens when he plays a better team that's not Everton. I don't think that was really the system yeah, for him. I could, yeah, and I mean, certainly not at Barcelona or something. But like a, a bigger, I take step him up. at Spurs as a as a squad player for sure. Like you know, somebody I think to, he'd be somebody to fill in fill in behind Kane in one of those three roles there. Like you know, Mora comes off, Delafeu comes on, Sonny comes off, Delafeu yeah. comes on. I mean, that's yeah. you're getting a player there that does a very similar thing, yeah. plays in a similar position, would offer a similar kind of or, quality. Or alternatively, so. is he at the exact place he needs to be? Well, possibly, yeah. I mean, there's be, that. He's mm-hmm. he is getting he is getting the uh, the game time that you would expect. Yeah. Although he didn't start the previous game, which they was, rotate because he, he does he, he does can't always be the guy. Yeah, yeah. and He's that's I think that's consistent. smart. I think that's something that Watford do yeah. really well. So yeah. Um, so Watford take it two one. Uh, On to a bit of a surprise. Leicester draw West Ham at West Ham two two. Entertaining game. And what was a really entertaining very game. open, very you know it was it was fun to watch. Very open. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm a little. I was only surprised because Leicester had been playing f- seemingly so well that this seemed like a game that they really struggled to to take hold of because West Ham I think it were like. You never know where you're going to get. And th- this the way is a West Ham played against like United, play well. though, you, that, after that United game, I think West, ben, West Ham have a bunch of confidence. And I yeah. think going into this game, maybe that's what came out of it. They, the, the way they played. They played with a similar kind of impetus, which worries me a little bit because we've got them at the weekend. Well, they've been on a bit of a losing streak looking at like their team form in the last couple of matches prior to that. Four losses. Oh, before the Man United win, yeah. Or yeah. Man United lost, which, which yeah. probably to them felt like a win. No, but before this match with no, Leicester? For sure, for sure. But so, they've been, they played, that's two good games in a row that they played, so. They're uh, a top 10 side. This is, it's Are West Ham top 10 at the moment? I no, think. they're not, but in my eyes, that's they what should, Oh, should I see be. what you're saying. They sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. I agree. They should be, but they, I think they're 12th or something. So, so or I think 11th, it's a fair so. point for both teams. You're not really going to argue. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, true. no. I, the only thing I'm going to call out is um, Tielemans again. Yes, that's what I was hoping you'd with call a beautiful for. pass. A he, he, he unlocked an entire player. defense and sent Jamie Vardy one on one with the keeper with with a beautiful pass. It's a wonderful pass, yeah. Just a little bit disguised, but so crisp. And and I was doing a little bit of digging into it. The num- the amount of assists this guy has accumulated since he came into the league in January. Yeah, he's got more than anybody else on his team he, since January. He would be <laughs> top of the league if he had kept this pace yeah. for the entire season. Yeah, I yeah, think he's sure. a good replacement for Leicester if they are able to shape off uh, Madison. 
I, I think like, it, I like Madison. Though. I like Madison, it's but I plan. think Madison's going to be going on, and then hopefully saying, sure. l- with that money, Lester will be able to take Tillman and actually have him as a oh, yeah, no. give him give him a contract. I don't understand. Like, I'd, I'd want to keep him. Madison both, and Tillman are playing together right now. Yeah, I so, agree. And I think I suspect that you hear Madison are attached to Arsenal a lot. So so, and I I think Madison's maybe like the shiny he's new got player. A, he's a got a little of, bias. He's going a lot of clubs to attach. I don't, I don't see Madison maybe, going anywhere for a spell. <laughs> I don't think so either. I think he's got at least one more season. Yeah, yeah. He's young. He's what twenty two. Leicester don't sell lightly. Wait, no, they like, don't. They they'll he lock you in. Is twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. Uh, whereas with Tielemann, it's like if you want to if you want to get him, you have to deal with Monaco. So um, yeah, because yeah, and that's going to cost you a lot more money. Probably. Maybe. Or maybe. he's go- or he's going to go to a top six side because maybe. everybody in the, we're like we're looking at him. Yeah. You know, because they they now see he can play in the Premier League, which I think was he was kind of doing. It was yeah. a bit of a. It's a bit of a like, hey, check me out. I mean, well, my understanding, because United were attached to him a while ago, is that he said no to the big clubs because he, he wanted, wanted to see where he fit. He wanted to actually crack lineup. So yeah. when he went to Monaco, thinking that well, they were selling a bunch of players, I'm going to go in and replace them. I'll mm-hmm. get my time. I'm still not entirely sure what happened. Why he's been loaned out from Monaco? Because I would have thought right? they would. I can actually him. answer this. Oh, good. I you watched know. the French league. Hey. So basically, the coach that came back and him don't get along. Oh, okay. So prior, before Thierry Henry did his. You know what? Failure at Shit Monaco. Exactly. Um, Tielemann was playing underneath Henri. He was one of Henri's uh, brighter players. And then the second that they took back, uh, I think it's Farr, the coach that came yeah. back. Yeah. Um, basically, Tielemann's like, I'm not dealing with this. Or we didn't be didn't want to deal with him. Didn't so, loan, boom. That's why. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes a player will, will ask for that, which it yeah. sounds like that's probably the case. It's weird that a young kid would ask for that. Like That's almost one of those things where that... that that kind of event should attach itself to him, and, and people should be wary almost. I don't know if they'd be wary about it if it was a, if it was a, a a good decision and it was good for his career, and that was his reason for doing it. Like you kind of go, okay, well, I get why that you want to do that. Yeah. Well, think it's, about it's like just this. How, I think it's, it's how it's presented to people, and I agree. We'll never it. really know. He, he didn't seem like he was he was being an asshole about it. He yeah. just asked for, hey, I, like I'm, I'm not interested. The new manager might have, or at least seen the Belgians. But to paint more yeah, of a true, bigger man. picture for you guys is Monaco's still fighting relegation. They're about like two wins away from like avoiding relegation. But if, if I recall correctly, I think the top two spots will have to fight in like a playoff. I think if I recall oh, yeah. in Ligo, so I can understand Tillman's decision to go to a somewhat stable mid table ish side, top right. ten side, yeah. actually showcase properly, and not have that fear of like, okay, I had a bad game, You're playing to playing to keep a team relegated. up or something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, too like much pressure versus if Tillman had stayed there, yep. he's let's say going for forty million. Now with him going at Leicester. Going back to Monaco, he's a value of eighty million. Yeah, so I, yeah, that's a, bit, a good show. Positive there. Oh, that's sure. not really what he's valued. No, at, but but you know what I mean. No. Yeah, versus just like, as an example. Yeah, as an example. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Henri, by the way, if you're gonna shit the bed, shit the bed in Monaco because his silk sheets are beautiful. He's coming Monaco. to New York apparently. Hey, you're just trying to do a favor for our old friend, and coming you know what? It didn't work in, out. Coming to New York. That's we'll a see. rumor. Yeah, it's a rumor. I, I would. I would. Pay to watch him just kick the ball on the sidelines. <laughs> just, I loved on just some keepy up. so good. Yeah. The <laughs> only thing I'll add on that is just he has to learn to be properly a manager. I think he's was a player manager when he's at Monaco. So yeah. like when they were losing, he's like, no, you have to do it like this. Yeah, yeah. Like that. It, rather than actually like managing them as a team, it's more, it's a tough transition. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get trained sure. your whole life for like two decades to be an athlete, and now you have to teach. It's Other always athletes. it's always the genius players that struggle going into management because they can't understand how players don't can't do the thing that they, they, they want them to do. Yeah, they, the average <laughs> yeah, the true. bang average players who are like maybe like worked hard and were like defensive minded like a pet or even like, like a, they like make a, good managers. Yeah, or like, like a Klopp or a Mourinho, like Carrick or something. Wasn't yeah. Paul School supposed to go with like Oldham or something? And he did. He left. And the, in 30, and the funny thing that is, I read about this was that what Paul Schools he hates interviews. Yet being a manager, you have to do interviews. 
So yeah, yeah. It, not his yeah. thing. Let's let's uh, anyway. stay on track here. But yeah, it's a fa- it's a fair conversation. Wolves nil to Brighton. And yeah, no what no. was uh, for for such a talented team that seems to be like fearless against everybody else? Wolves struggle against, against the, the teams lower, they should beat. They do. You know what I think there may be here is that they're because they play like a top six side or a similar style, very uh, attacking, very attack minded. Uh, the ball's moving around a lot. Um, maybe they struggle to break teams down because they're not used to having to do that. Whereas maybe. some of the other bigger teams like that, they're okay. Well, I know I'm coming up Burnley, for instance, and I'm going to have to yeah. find a way to break this team down. Yeah. Um, maybe that's the reason. So they're like, how do I break this team down? They're, they haven't learned how to do that yet. So yeah. that's probably a, a there's something to it. Reasoning. And, and we'll get to how uh, Brighton did against Spurs, but I will say this: if they, if they go down, if if it ends up being Brighton's year to go down, Duffy and Dunk as a center back pair should immediately cool. be bought as a package. And just injected in anybody Any. in the, I would say from, fuck, I would take them United. I was just gonna say Arsenal like, could take them, United could like, take them. Just if you're, if you're just looking Chelsea for could rock take them. solid, old school center backs yeah, throwing yeah. their bodies around and everything. Really, really loud, communicative yeah. players, yeah. which I think some of those teams are really missing. Leaders of men, leaders, yeah, guys who are gonna be like, forget you about passing the fucking ball, fucking get your ass back here, yeah. and you know, like defend, you know, like forget uh, about playing the ball out from the back, yeah. Just, just fucking lock it down. Some, some old school stuff. Um, so that's Wills, Brighton, 0-0. Newcastle, Shrock, Southampton a, a little bit. Fucking hell, 3-1. 3-1. Very and, surprised by that. And it's a surprise that largely because Southampton's form has been really strong lately, and Newcastle is a little bit hit and miss. And Newcastle but... just don't score three goals, generally. Yeah. Like, that was what I was surprised about. Yeah. I mean, I could see like a 1-0 yeah. win, maybe, yeah. because they do defend really well. But... And Newcastle, I think, officially avoid relegation as well this season. I think they did win. on that, yeah. yeah. Which is nice. It's, the uh, only thing I'll add to that is two things. Newcastle striker Perez, they got him for like 1.5. Finally glad. I think he just broke the 10 goal mark. And number two, I think Rafa Benitez is probably going to be leaving at the end of the season. Yeah, which is I've, a heard, big... I've heard that. And I, yeah, I mean, I, I really hope it doesn't happen. I hope so. I hope I, ho- I would love for him to see it through and for the owner to be like, sell the club to somebody, not somebody who's got a ton of money, but just get, give him a chance to see what he could do with Newcastle without the restri- with the, the restraints that he's uh, he's under at that club. It'd be, funny, ML- it'd be just interesting to see. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't want him to like get into the top four or anything, but I, I just <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be fun to watch. I don't see it happening because I, I don't know how a yeah, guy like either. that... They're could, a big club is all I'm saying. Even, like, even if the owner promises something... Yeah, I, I can just be him like, no, man, like I know you're full of shit. Yeah. Or well, the current, the current owner, sure, but if they came in with a new owner who was like... I want to. I want this team to be competitive. Yeah, maybe. Like it could. It happens, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That deal would have to happen pretty fast because. Uh, oh yeah, for I'm sure. sure. It'd somebody, have to happen like he's before the end of the now. season. He's, essentially, yeah. he'll be taking calls right now for yeah, a for manager position. And then Newcastle go down next year. Yeah. yeah. Um, Everton uh, no bank the spectacular <laughs> Man United. Oh my goodness and, gracious! And the fallout of this game has been spectacular. As it well. has the fallout Just was the, as big the, as the loss. The amount of players <laughs> and managers coming forward and saying, well, "Fuck, we're we are embarrassed by that." Is uh, it's correct? It they remind, should be doing that. It reminds me what happened with Spurs when under Sherwood when we before we had yeah. Potch come in, we lost to Liverpool five nil. We yeah. lost to Chelsea five nil. We lost to United five nil. And it was just kind of just like, oh my god, it's embarrassing. We're just getting slaughtered here. Yeah, um, brutal. I mean, it must have been a rough day for you guys. Oh man. fuck, it was awful, man. Yeah. And it was like. I I'm kind of at the point right now. Where, like I get where we. I think are. you and Convery are both there's, into like there's next a season. rebuilding <laughs> thing. Let's get to the season. Let's get to yeah. the, the summer transfer window. Is more important than any of these games are rough. But play like you should fucking play. Play like you want to get into the Champions League. Like it's not play even doing for that. the badge. You could say that if you want. Play for the fucking paycheck. You're still getting paid yeah. tons of money. Have fun. And the amount well. of effort I was seeing from certain players, like Martial, is a disgrace. That Shocking. Game. 
Just Shocking. fucking disgrace. Matic, I, Matic was like Matic, the slowest fucking Matic center midfielder I've ever was, seen. I'll give him credit. <laughs> he, he publicly said it was his fault. Like he went forward and said, it's my fault. Well, that good, game was my fault. Well, good for him. Which is nice to hear, but I agree with you. So fuck off. Like, Shocking. like I don't need a guy who owns it and then doesn't get better. He won't get better. So he he's didn't improve, go. he didn't improve today. Yeah. And then the, the increasingly worrisome thing that I I've, can't even ignore anymore is that our best player over so many years, De Gea, is just howler after He's howler. He's having a shit show now all of just, a sudden. Letting it, in goals he would never let in. Oh, it's just gotten... The, the, the low confidence has gotten into that team and also just the... The, the lack of caring has yeah. gotten into that team. It's just so ingrained in it now that it's, so fucking it's just weird. forcing other players who are normally incredibly good yeah. uh, not play well. And, and the kicker is, I can honestly say, I think the, the back four of United have played pretty well lately. Like, De Gea is well, not the, actually having to make a, that kind of saves. I don't know that you could say that about Ashley Young. Ashley Young... He's been fucking awful. Dude. Has always awful. been bad. Yeah, but... But as, as, as a four, as a four, the amount of production De Gea has had lately has been much better than before. If that's, like, your, that's your center half, though. They're scoring from outside the box. Yeah. Increasingly. Well, that's happened a few times. Like, recently. that's... Yep. That's not... No, and that normally doesn't happen. I'm just yeah. saying. Sure. Like, a, mid, a defensive midfield could protect that. Yeah. But, like, this, this is where... De Gea needs to like fucking just be your regular self, and we would not be in such dire straits. Now, four goals are not on him, like that. No, not, not on him, but, but one, just, at least one or two of them. Of are. all the mayhem of everybody just fucking shitting the bed and not trying, it, it's alarming. Where I'm sure he's trying, but at the same time, come on, man. There's no worse time to suck than yeah, this. Than now, you yeah. could help pull the socks up and like get us out of this situation, but instead of just like this collapse and yeah. He's like he wants more money, so it's uh, it was a fiasco. A bunch day. of contract situations going on, I think, that are also like you know oh, weighing yeah. on the team. Oh yeah, you know, and there's a bunch of them that are kind Ander of. Ander like, Herrera's holding out, so he's not going to see the field. He isn't. Yeah, he didn't. It's even, and too he public. And he's he would have been a nice play for you guys to have right now. I was just saying, I was yeah. say the exact same thing. Even yeah. Matic on half the form he's whatever he's on right now it's just would help. Terrible. But, yeah. No, Matic would not have helped. Not Matic like a season ago. Yeah, maybe Manage at Chelsea. Manage at Chelsea. Manage a season ago prevents that from maybe, let's say, 4 nothing to 1 nothing. maybe? I don't know if you just heard me. Manage was playing the Everton game and publicly owned the loss. He oh, pretty okay. much said it was my fault. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. when I was talking about that player yeah. who owned the loss, it was Manage. He was, he was horrible. Anyway, we talked about that. Honestly, game, this fucking generation, they just fucking, they're sitting there on their phone, not listening to conversations. Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> I was looking just for Just scrolling through your phone while we're talking about <laughs> fucking... Chris, Chris is on. Chris is over there on Instagram. Chris is like actually Twitter. Twitter. He's on, he's on Tinder. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to the Swipe next game, left. Tolly. Uh, this is a big one, and this will bring Chris into the fray here because yeah, uh, this was a great game. It was a fantastic game. Crystal Palace upset Arsenal at home, which I think was the first loss in a long ass. They'd only for lost Arsenal. one previous this season, three home, to two. So. Yeah. Chris, oh, what oh. were your thoughts of this? Chris game? is like ignoring oh, us. He's still going on Twitter. Okay. You guys ignore me for the first three or four. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is a fair trade off. We beat Watford away from home and we lose to Crystal Palace. I'm okay with this. I look at the run very simply. Arsenal, with the remaining games that they have, they had to win at least three of them. Ideally, to be solidified into the top four. Of course, with the other teams and everyone else not trying to want top four. Um, I think you coined the term, it's like hot potato right now. It's like, I don't really want Champions yep. League. You. They wanted that, that, like, I just crossed the finish line. They want the dramatic, like, yeah, I just made it on the last day. Like, remember, you remember this, on yeah, the last I mean, day when Arsenal, back then, you know, won on the last day to finish top four. That, yeah, of course I remember. That, that's what we want. And hopefully 
the same thing doesn't happen this year, but it is still do you a possibility. Think, do you think? Uh, well, we'll get into. We'll, we'll talk we'll about it. We'll talk about it after like, after let's today's talk about result. Crystal Palace. So here's Crystal Three, Palace. Arsenal two. Yeah. Okay, you want me to talk about it? Smoked them. Christian Benteke found the back of the net. Finally. The second that happens, you're like, oh shit, this is a bad one. And then Zaha, and then you're like, oh shit, this is a real bad yeah, one. Yeah, Zaha had a good game. I mean, he's a selfish player. I think that's the one thing I don't like about him. He's very good, but he just tries to beat everybody all the time and ends up losing the ball a lot. But um, quality Kinda players still. Yeah, team, I guess though. there's nobody else. Yeah. What's your take on Mustafi? Sorry, the transition though. Like, I know a lot of people were oh, banging on him a lot. I mean, from what I saw, he was pretty horrifying. That that goal that he he got was uh, Zaha got around him or got you know cut him in behind him and scored. Mm-hmm. It was just what's he doing there? I mean, it, it's schoolboy defending. Like he needs to stay on, like push him outside and stay. I don't inside, think it's schoolboy defending. I think it's like that opportunity as a defender you have a responsibility and he That's, tries to find a quick way of getting out of responsibility and then finds the closest person to bail and like, well he looked them. well you saw and on that note mm-hmm. i mean I, and i still think it's cool about i think it's both schoolboy defending i think he he the, the thing he did was like what are you doing dude that's not how you defend in that scenario mm-hmm. and then like you said he looked up and looked around and kind of you know, looking like he's looking for somebody else, to, somebody saw, else to blame right i kind of rem- he kind of reminds me a bit of permanent sacker sometimes when like the rare time he was caught out, not because of his pace, but like positionally, he yeah. misjudged the play and he literally got outsmarted. So then he's like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Like, you know, yeah. tries to blame the, blame the person who had the ball before him or, instead of taking or responsibility didn't. or positioning. Yeah. You know, defending is about that. It's about covering one another. So yeah, yeah. Absolutely. meanwhile, there's nothing better as a striker than watching a defender start to implode on his teammates. When you oh, just, absolutely. when you just skinned him. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect, especially because you know because you know you're going to do it again. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've <laughs> never of, done that myself, but I've been the guy blaming other people while this, yeah. I could see the smile on the I've fucking face. Occasions and it's quite yeah, it's, it's quite annoying. wonderful. <laughs> I mean, I still blame everybody. I don't yeah. care if it makes the striker happier. Anything else on that game, guys? Credit to Crystal. This Palace, is trouble. You know? This is trouble. Oh, like, it's massive! Is, it's massive this is trouble. Fucking trouble for Arsenal. <laughs> Very big. This is what we were saying as well. Arsenal away from home Thursday suffer. Europa. And then you gotta contend with this team that, like Ramsey's your best player. He's injured. He's injured. Yeah, that's Aww. a big, big this loss. Is, he is your best player for your, sure. Uh, he'll be back. I'm not worried. It's two, three weeks. This is a, this is a real tough time, I think, for uh, our friends at Arsenal. And it just is awesome. It's awesome because it just opens up the top four race. It opens up for Chelsea, United, and look, I agree. Our home form's been good. And look, if our, if Arsenal was on the opposite side of the three-two, it's great. But some of the players that you were expecting to step up in this game, which I'm actually funny enough ended up scoring a Bamiyang and Ozil, they kind of had like a mediocre game. Besides yeah, Ozil is one of those players. Like he he has such good quality when he when he when he he does it. Like he's you, you think oh he's there's a moment there and then he doesn't do anything and he doesn't do anything and then he does something you're like holy shit that was really the thing is he needs, his vision he, is incredible similar to him he he's needs the right system. I don't think he's inconsistent. I, just I think, think he is. I don't I think, think he plays at a level he needs to that, that on a regular level. But here's level. the thing: are the players at the level around him? Like for me, what makes Ozil like a great player? Lacazette's not a la- level. Lacazette uh, is, but Aubameyang's not the level. Aubameyang is not there for me. You know why? He's got as many goals as fucking or more than Lacazette. The way how the game's going, especially for Arsenal the transition, and something that I want them to do during the offseason is actually get proper wide players like a sunny type. So when you were mentioning Delafay from Watford, well, that's like, what I was thinking. I, I agree, but he's not the quality of a top six right. wide he, player. I think he's a top six like like off the, the bench. only guy that really <laughs> comes off yeah. to mind. Zaha has the ability to be the guy, like how those wide forwards like to. But I need to find like a goal scoring one, and the problem is 
just like that type of player, fullbacks are also in demand. Right. And those are both areas Arsenal has to address. But the problem is, a lot of teams are looking for that, which means those yeah. players are valuable. A lot so. of team play, teams right now, if you think about How it. How the hell did you oh, guys with, get Sunny? With is like... Oh, man. For, for like... No, no money at With all. With is crazy it's right like now. Million. You could say Bayern Munich are going to restock the deck on uh, their wide players. Arsenal looking for width. Yeah. Man United looking for width. Um, Chelsea. Chelsea you can, probably. And, and here's the funny thing. You can say it, every it, team except it, for You a, can a really couple. say like, let's probably say like for instance, sorry, they're bringing back up United, Fuck. but this is my last Real Madrid. Yeah, but Martial, for instance, let's say Martial goes to a different club. He could be rebirthed as a different player. That's something that I guess is exciting for the transfer market that we can look at as like players that like have kind of like run their course at clubs that are like dead weight. Didn't now really, yeah, and didn't really get to maybe the levels that were they were expected to. Maybe they need they a different club to themselves. Yeah, sometimes that is the case. Sometimes like a different. You look at uh, Daily Blind from went from United back to Ajax, and now he's like in the Champions League semifinal. Yeah. you know, like if you go into the right system with the right coaching, then sometimes it it brings the best out of you as a player. But overall, what I'll say is. Let me have it, guys. I know it's Crystal Palace. <laughs> We're waiting for the next game, buddy. Nah, Don't worry. We, we gave it to we, you. We got another. We got Crystal another. Palace, we got another Arsenal three, game to get to. Arsenal two <laughs> at home. Uh, at home. Cardiff lose to Liverpool two nil. Uh, pretty straightforward business for Liverpool. I I do think uh, the one topic I'd like to address is that uh, Mo Salah is diving a, again. A diving little guy. Yeah, it was and pretty. It was pretty poor. I, I mean, would it, like to see an end of it. There's a, there's a bit of a foul there. Like he grabs him, gets his arms around him, but his his. Uh, uh, his reaction to it is just like, dude, <laughs> like, yeah, you're not Look, doing I, yourself any. I think favors. I had the fortune of actually watching this match live. Wijnaldum's goal was fantastic, beautiful goal. Yeah, Henderson choked on like several occasions. Yet when I think it was James Miller that put away the penalty for the second, Henderson's the first guy there. He's like, yeah, we got the second goal. I'm like Henderson, if you scored that, you had other opportun- other opportunities. Look, Cardiff, Cardiff did a really good job to, for a good battle for the match. They tested Allison on a couple occasions as well. So like. Cardiff yeah. still has some fight. I did, I did see that in the first half. I, I think Cardiff, they, they, Cardiff threw down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, they did all right. I mean, they, they had to. So they still have uh, to. Go speaking ahead, of throwing was, down. Oh, Chris was going to say something. No, no, no. We're throwing down. Let's okay, go. Let's let's throw down. Sure. Burnley throw down a Chelsea 2-2. Oh, this was a fun match to watch as and well. And this was a fun, fun game. match, man. I, I was hoping Burnley were going to get the win, but uh, what, what a brutal result for Chelsea at home to Burnley. I mean, yeah. to let those goals in, def- the defensive frailty of Chelsea in those scenarios like on dead balls oh, like, yeah. they just look shambles like yeah. just don't David Luiz like what are you doing dude like yeah. you're good good with the ball at his feet but doesn't know how to fucking defend a corner kick the uh, Rudiger, the Rudiger situation is the big the big development there like they're back for he's injured isn't he right yeah, now I think yeah. so yeah and I think he's out for the rest of the season too uh, that, that, was, that was him scrapping though? at the end of the game Christensen played in this game I th- uh, what, he did right it was Christensen Christensen and, played and, and, um, and double check like, that's a young guy who hasn't played a lot all like, season he, he was really good on, at least on the East Conte so. he was very good he was playing a lot in a I think three but I guess he's not much of a two like, think about yeah, it. Like, yeah. They had David Luiz here and Christensen, which are maybe preferred in a three with Rudiger, I guess, as the athletic one to, like, kind of yeah, compensate for both of true, them. That's true, yeah. So, but, but David Luiz cannot play two. That's always been the thing with him. Yeah, he's like, never been good at a two. He, mm-hmm. he gets lost because uh, he needs somebody one to One thing to I will say basketball. that I like about Chelsea, I know you guys were harping on them because they tied Burnley at home. They were playing some of the youngsters, so I guess Sarri's... Some start- of the youngsters? I mean, you're looking at maybe Hudson-Odoi, who's a youngster. I no, mean, Hudson-Odoi, that Emerson guy as well. Yeah. Emerson has played like, a lot of football this season. And he's played a lot, almost all the games. Still won the academy. Loftus Cheek played what for Palace last year for mm, an entire season. Was he was an academy. Uh, I think you're looking at you're looking at Hudson Adoy, who's the only only youth Hudson Adoy though. That's a Hudson Adoy is the only Hudson, true youth player. Hudson Adoy, and, and he's a very good player. 
Hudson Adoy explodes his Achilles. I know, and he's has, gone. Has surgery and probably back next season. Will not goals. be back for about two hundred and fifty days. Yeah, it's like oh, he's going to be out nearly a year. It's nuts, yeah. dude. Have it's you nuts. seen Chelsea's like medic team? He'll be back in two hundred. Maybe two hundred, but still, still a long time time to miss after. That's after a young, fi- He finally got into the side. That's a young you know, man. He's played three who games in a row. A I think, lot right? of hype behind him. He was yeah. forcing his way into the team, not only by the way he was playing, which is playing on the right, which is not even his preferred it's not wing. Even his position, but his fan, the fans love him yeah. as well. Right? But also because he was uh, being like openly courted by a lot of other big clubs, so like they had to fire Munich. His, right? Their hand was forced to play him, and he was doing fairly well. Yeah. And then to have this happen. You never know. You hope he recovers from injury, but you never know um, what that'll look like, especially with a skilled player. Like the Achilles recoveries, it's complicated. Dude, I still have not recovered from my Achilles yeah. problem. Like I nearly, I nearly injured every game I play, and then I have to wrap yeah. it. So. I, I hated seeing that, but I, d- I did love what happened uh, subsequently after that when uh, yeah. you know, Burnley drew a... Uh, it's wonderful. No, that's great for him. <laughs> Top four races. I Crazy. think Burnley, Burnley's going to come back, but why do you keep phone? dropping your... Jeez, guys, get it, it together. All right. Um, so that was the Monday game. Uh, Higuain, by the way, also worth noting. That wonder- guy's got a fucking cannon. It's a wonder, wonderful <laughs> goal, but he only scores against the lower league. Yeah, the lower no, side. I wouldn't want him on my team at all, but yeah. like he has a cannon So it was shot. a great finish, and there was a great little touch, but, but who I forget who it was. It was him and uh, Conte, was it? Or? It was him and Azpucueta. Oh, Azpucueta, yeah. yeah. Good, just good little, beautiful, beautiful little one-two there to get that, to score that. Um, Spurs pull it away late, 1-0 against Brighton. This was a heartbreaker Oof. for me watching only because I was so uh, in love with the back four and the, the center back pair for Brighton. That game, they, they, that is heartbreak only because they one, did everything. everything. They possibly one of the best defensive displays I've seen um, in the Premier League. Like they just, they did everything right yep. up until that moment yep. when in the 88th minute when Erickson scored. They were so resolute, so resolute. The goalie made some ridiculous saves as well. We hit the post twice, so you know, you know, maybe yeah. our finishing could have been a bit, bit better. But yeah, it was a um, it was a difficult game to watch. It was frustrating. I was just like, oh god, like we're, it's going to be one of those games. It's going to be one of those games. And then Erickson came through with a wonderful fucking shot, great cannon, great strike. From, yeah, 20, 20 great 25 strike. yards. But and what drove me nuts is. And this is partially again as a as a fucking center back myself. The center backs can't get out to that shot. He's too, oh, no he's too far away. Yeah. The guy closest to that decides to like jump and spin Stick his, his leg body. <laughs> you go, eh. Like he spun his body. <laughs> like the worst thing that could happen is that it might hit him in the chest or his face. It was actually and he turned his back to the shot. Yeah. Like Martial did that for uh, Man United against Everton, and it was like. Take him off the field right away. Yeah, that's a yeah. professional level. That's unacceptable. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. But to hold resolute against a team like Tottenham for that long, and, 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 then and to... for you to fucking literally the definition of pussy out yeah. by spinning your body because only Erickson he's got a hard shot. It might hurt me. Funny, yeah. Funny thing that uh, happened after pathetic. that game. Poch came out and said he, we, he we're like we're literally going to shoot as much as we can from distance. Because there's going to be a ton of players in the box, and there's going to be very little to get through that. Yeah. And often you get lucky with a bounce, or oh, you yeah. know, like, and clearly in this scenario, like a player makes a mistake like that. Yeah. And uh, gets the winner. So yeah, painful. Good, good result for Spurs. Huge result because uh, what it means for the top. top needed top, it. Top I, I would say needed massively, it. Yeah. Massively. Yeah. Massively. Yeah. Uh, just one note: uh, unbeaten at home, uh, Spurs are since they moved into their new stadium. Zero goals scored against. Oh, that's a big stat. Yeah. I care less about the unbeaten, but the zero scores, that's a telling stat. How many games have they played in the new stadium? Four, four now, I think. F- four goals. Uh, four, win- four, four wins, eight goals, zero. Clean sheets. Four clean sheets, eight goals against. Eight goals, eight goals for, zero yep. goals against. 
Watford, Southampton, uh, <laughs> long starting this off seven seconds into the game with a goal. That was crazy. For what beats, ended up being a 1-1. Beats Ledley King's previous record of 10 seconds. Three second difference is massive. Yeah. That was so fast. I just, when I watched the replay, That's... did you, you see it out live or just uh, watch the replay? No, I, I, I read things it. from live text, but all I need to know is Shane Long's a legendary is... Premier League striker now. For all the time <laughs> Because he took chirping. away Ledley King's record? Of course. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, it was a bit, I was a bit sad, but it was a great, great goal. And it, I mean, for him to get in like that fast and oh, man. just get in his face and make it happen. And then the Little, the, the sort of audacious chip to to finish it. it was a wonderful goal. Yeah. He's just coming back from a long, lengthy spell of injury and sideline. Well, he's in he, bad form. He and hadn't scored form. for like a, I think it was eleven months. Yeah, and then he scored yeah. that goal to like two, two games ago, maybe. Dan broke about four and games it, ago, and yeah. now he's had like three, four or five, three and four, and I think, six. or something. Yeah, he scored. He scored a lot more than he had in, in like a year. Yeah, in the last like month and a half. So good for him. Uh, you know, they need that obviously uh, in the situation that they're in. So. Yeah. Ultimately, though, who cares? Because it's one-one. Still Watford, finished a draw. Watford <laughs> drawing it late in the game. A little bit of a heartbreaker, but there you go. Um, today's action, because we can bring it to you. Today. Man, th- we had so many games. We've like we've gone through two, um, you know, w- match weeks of football. Yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's a lot to cover. So, yeah, we're covering another and uh, the next one. Um, uh, today's result. I'll cover mine because why not? Uh, City uh, second half dominance uh, win two 0 over Man United. Comfortable. Who? who uh, yeah, right. fairly comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who I thought played fairly well the first half. It was a. It was nil nil when I went in going into halftime. I was like, oh, that's surprising. Nil nil with not a lot of action, not a lot of teams. Uh, neither keeper had to do much the first half. Right. I thought lot, the, lot the, in the midfield. The United lineup was was really unique, and I was like, what is this? This is gonna suck. Uh, we're gonna get smoked, and we weren't. So tactically, I thought it was. Well, what, no, how did he line up? He lined up with basically a back five. Yeah. Okay. And he brought in Darmian to play oh, yeah. um, in the back three, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, hello Darmian. I forgot that you existed. He actually was decent there. I thought. Um, and then Ashley Young on the right, and Luke Shaw on the left, and Shaw's uh, back. Fredding Poba. Well, Shaw, he, he was. Um, he served his ban. Served a ban and got another yellow card. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Quality. I know. It's it's like, his accumulation. He's got like four more games or three more that's games to, to get a red card. Um, so I, I and he, he lined up young. He lined up with a uh, Jesse uh, Lingard and Rashford up top, and he sat. So young played a, a center half role yeah. on the right side. Strange. <laughs> I mean, that is strange. I've yeah. been a little bit like, what is going on? First ten minutes, it, it was like, wow, they're they're it was working. They're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they uh, did that happen at uh, foot off the gas a little bit. Barcelona, they, they did the uh, same thing. They came out real well, and then they, they got shit the bed. into the pattern of hanging back and uh, absorbing the attack, which is what you have to do against mm-hmm. Man City, anyways. Um, but second half is where all the action was at. Second half. Um, a disguised, kind of scuffed shot between Silva and Shaw. Some say Shaw maybe should have done a better job. I can still say that that beat De Gea near post and too easily. I I personally think that's a savable shot. I think like, anything near post is savable or should. Which be. Which is where his For second goal was keeper. also what near post. I think Both it should. Near post. Um, second goal you're... was way more clear cut. It was one on one with a keeper on the far left. It was Sane coming in. Um, Did like he was just like bombing in on a breakaway kind of thing. Not bomb. Any any shot from a, a fair distance, like the edge of the box. Um, but. Most keepers, I think, go down and grab it with their arms. De Gea mm-hmm. will make lots of saves by just flailing his foot he, at it. He loves to be a, like a hockey goalie. Yeah. So, he's, <laughs> so he does his yeah. hockey save, but he does a hockey save where it just rebounds off his leg and goes into the into net. The net. And it's like, that's... Get your, get your hands on it. Get to, you know get down to the ball. Yeah, that's yeah. the heartbreak of it. And and after that, like once once Man City have got their... Uh, They're their, comfortable. Their goal 
they're just there to score more goals. I don't think, yeah. from what I was reading from the live text update, I don't think Oli reacted properly. I think Oli was banking on you guys holding in nil-nil till probably about the 60th minute. I think the goal came for Bernardo Silva on the, the 54th. And then he was going to bring on Marshall, Lukaku, hoping that City try was to get frustrated, more out of the game. and then try to. I mean, that's kind of what you have to do. It's I don't buy but, it. But, but here's the uh, thing: you know what like, I'm going to tell you, I don't buy about that because I think first of all, that's great. That's what you read from your fucking little text box. Thanks, <laughs> but they weren't on the field because they were dog shit against. Yeah, Edmonton. there's a, there's that. that. That everybody can say, oh, like we're holding the cards late so that we can press and try to score a goal late, and like that's what we're no man. That's like, what everybody's hoping for. They, but they the reality is that they were so bad they were that they didn't deserve shit. to play. So what, in your opinion? as you're the United local here in Toronto, what could that United team and Oli have done differently besides the whole fight, give spirit, everything? Like, I think you're playing City. You can score a goal against City. I know that. Yeah. Okay, like that's not, Spurs got like, three that's in not the an impossibility. Domestic. Your, your first <laughs> no. job against City is to, is to defend, though. Like anybody playing City mm-hmm. with a team that's not as good as City, and few teams are, their first job has to be defend. Yeah, you do. And you then do. the second job Resolute. is make the opportunities count when you get them set pieces free kicks mm-hmm. corners the odd break we had breaks as well like they we opened them up at times and there was mm-hmm. just moments where rashford's decision making specifically was pretty abysmal like his pace was great a couple of times but when he got the ball his decision making wasn't so hot okay. there, but there is no plan that was not enacted because certain players were sat on the bench today they were on the bench because that's where they fucking deserved to crap be. okay martial would not have done well against Man City. He's not going to track back. He's not going to. He's not going to press. That's not what he's going to do. So yeah, maybe Martial against a guy like that could be a deep. Like let's put him on late in the game. He's okay, also fine. playing against Kyle. Walker. But when he played yeah. as bad as he did against Everton, pace, pace is nothing. At I, that I think point. he's there because he's shit. <laughs> Fastest defender in the league. Lukaku is not going to be out on the Slow field down again. Bellerin. He was shit as well. Oh, give um, me a break. And, and Matic is Bellerin's faster than Walker. Matic is going to get torn apart with his I'll lack of ability. You're having a laugh. So yeah, like that's that's. Anybody who says it's on Ole that there was some mistakes made, I just don't think that's the case. I mean, United fans going like that sucked, but like there was no real other outcome from that game than what we got, given that we didn't take advantage of certain things. And when your best player, who's your keeper, has a shit fucking game, that's again? what he did again. Yeah, I don't know how anybody can expect anyone to, as a manager to walk away with a he's win. Not there. Doing much for himself if he's a player who wants to leave the club, you know, if the, that's oh, a man. thing. I mean, I don't, I don't know if this is beneficial to the contract negotiations for Man United or if it's, it's a strange. Or if it's not. I don't know. It's it's okay. All right, but I like, have a good quote. Then I hate to, it. I hate it. I know it's it that's upsets not fun. me. What's the well, quote you got, Chris? It's from Gareth Wheeler. He's uh, a guy of. Had the pleasure to meet a couple times, works for TFC and a couple other programs. Yeah, I, think right we all, I think we, have, we know who Gareth Wheeler is. Yeah. Gareth Wheeler says, A day like many others in recent years for Manchester United, not sure I've ever experienced seven losses in nine. Boys are low on confidence. Very weird to see United play without belief. Bad goals conceded, not enough in front of goal, yet just three points out of four with three to go. Odd. And I think that's it's fucking that, weird. That, that best describes it. It's yeah, weird. It's like, well you, said, you guys sure. felt like you guys have lost it, yet for some reason it's just like, you're just literally a step. Like I really, honestly feel like it's like a. It's, scrim- clo- it's closer than you think. We we can get we can get I, into I, it. I almost want it to become an official. Okay, well you're not going to get it. Just so I can be like, cool. The season sucked. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah, yeah. But I keep hanging on because guys like fucking Arsenal lose to Wolves three one. <laughs> Some people call that a segue, and I like it. Okay, so that was a talk. wonderful segue, Polly. <laughs> Fuckers. Well, the reason why I was late for the pod for you guys was because I got attacked by some wolves at the den. I oh. wonder why. Oh, look, but at this. Ching. look at this. Thank God Papa was there to save me a late goal there on the goal difference. Oh, yeah. Was that good for what? 
Hey, that's minus two. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. We'll talk, is it, we'll talk is it okay? Is it okay that you lost two games in a row against teams that um, I think most people thought you would lose to? No, but thankfully I have the continuity now of saying Crystal Palace at home was a trade-off of the Watford game, and my rule still stands. There's still three games left. So, so I think you we, think if you win those three games, you're gonna you're gonna you're course. gonna get in the top four? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because well, look, everyone else in the top in the four driver's does, seat right now. They're everyone ahead. else in the top four Chelsea does not want to cross the line. Tottenham's maybe the oh, only true. one with some common sense. Don't worry, I have it broken down here. We'll talk about that just now. Chelsea are, are ahead. Let's talk. Let's stick. No, to this I know game. Chelsea's ahead. Let's stick to this game, and yeah, you know, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about implications in a second. So Wolves, what happened? Wolves take another big scalp from another big top six club, which is like they're specialists at this. Like I've never seen a, a promoted team or any team mm. for that matter be as good at this as they are because they don't win small either. I think it goes to some to what I was talking about earlier about they like playing teams that are expansive that that get that want to get in behind them because it gives them a chance to get Catch you know, them on the they're, they're, yeah there's more openness to the game so it suits the style of players they have. If you look at, you know, um Matinho in their midfield, he loves he loves a bit of space. He loves to dictate. Ruben Neves as Ruben well. Neves similar. They play that type oh. style of football, but those players don't necessarily know how to break down the Ruben Neves group. by the way. Fantastic for I think it, wonderful I think it's kick, due yeah. to how they're set up. I think Wolves is similar to how like Chelsea's uh, Conte used to be when they first entered the league and they brought in and introduced the back three. They're the only team, I think, throughout the whole season that stuck with the back three, which means that they have a, an identity, which is very crucial, especially if you're a top 10 side. I think last time we were especially on Especially if you come into the Premier League from the championship. Yeah, yeah. Like for, for, them, for them to have done that the way they have... It's very impressive. It's incredible. Models, you know models, what's crazy though? Like, we'll, well we'll sit here and we'll talk about how great it is that they don't change their way, and then we'll in the same conversation talk about how Chelsea are inflexible and how Sari needs to like yeah, it's change funny. his tactics. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, you do when things aren't working, but Wolves' tactics are working. Yeah, no, but here's the thing: <laughs> so, the difference, considering is, where they should be and like, where they are, except no, against Brighton and other like, teams, yeah, they should. They're be. still in like what seventh. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, like, I think they're bouncing around seventh. Like, yeah, they're, I, th- they're, I think that can still jump a bit, but like still. To have a good team, you need the identity and the proper investment. Wolves are an example of doing that, and Chelsea's unfortunately maybe an example of not doing that. I have a team who used to, and who I think have have started to do it poorly. I would agree for sure. Yep. Well, did Chelsea really ever have an identity? Not an identity, but they did. Their, I their, think they did. Their um their their transfer business was probably some of the best in the league for about three three seasons running, mm-hmm. and that's why they they were winning titles. They would they would get rid of a massive player and bring in another yeah. massive player or bring in another coach, and that their their policy was, a, is what got them a vision to where they of were what Chelsea played winning like. Trophies. And it, I think I, I think, think for disgusting. me they had a pretty strong on field identity as well. Like the the big man, the Jaroba kind of. Target man up front. Yeah, I think a very more, physical, dominant team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more athletic. With, maybe with, not the most with, technical. Yeah, always with, with a, a little bit of technical. Uh, kind of a box to box, late running midfield yeah. player. Like yeah, for sure, Mr. Frankie. Yep. Either way, you guys were chirping me. I think about Arsenal. I'm going to bring it back to that. Arsenal were without Aubameyang. I think he had some sinus issue, so I think Emery wasn't able to play his ideal. I guess like strongest eleven. Uh, that's why I feel like he rested is granite he in Chaga. your strongest 11 I'm always confused by what their fucking strongest 11 is their strongest 11 as much as I hate to admit it is Aubameyang Lacazette up top Ozil and or Ramsey in behind them. isn't like it 2-2-2 isn't it the team that beat Napoli isn't that your strongest 11 because that's away, the, away from home yes the, that's the game I'm talking about sorry yeah, yeah no away the, from the home the best yes. I've seen Arsenal play in the last like five weeks you know is that is that game and then they came back from that game and completely changed like five or six changes. I know there's some injuries. So no, the best unavoidable. I'm trying but, to remember what was the best. You, you beat you beat them two nil away from home. It was the team that Arsenal played before Napoli. I'm trying to remember. Oh, in the in the Europa League. No, yeah, no idea. 
Okay, well, you guys are both. But fuck nowhere in Europe, I'm not sure. Either way, the best team is Leno and that. Then you're going to have Socrates. You're going to have Koscielny, Monreal. Then you're going to have uh, wingbacks are going to be uh, Klasinac on the left. Maitland now is just because Bellerin's injured. Ramsey and Grant Chaka in the midfield. Ozil in the hole. Then you have Lacazette and Aubameyang up top. Yeah, That's I would agree. The best it? for sure with what we have. Why yeah. we have no wingers? Which I hate, so that's why I hate listing that team. Do you think? Do you think though that uh, that Emery would do better if he didn't rotate as much? He's rotating. He needs to rotate because I know he needs to, but it seems like he's rotating more than he needs to in in games that they need to win. Like because Emery wants to win Europa League. I'll say it once and I'll say it again because I'm back on the pod. They're gonna win Europa League. That's been his target since ten games ago. It's not going to change now. He does love the Europa He does. League. He's won it twice with and, No, and, it's just... No, I'll, I'll, in a top four. It's also his best chance of getting in the chance. top four. Yeah. No, I'll, or I'll, getting Champions League. I'll clarify. It's this team for the past several years. The reason why I've been able to make fun of you at times for winning silverware is because this team's a cup team. It This this team is not built for this long run, like a long distance runner for the league. It cannot compete in the league. Yeah, that's fair. I would agree with that. They that's are fair. strictly a cup team, which means cup teams are good at sprinting. Whenever they need to, that's what this team needs to do. When they need to buckle down, they will. It's yeah. the same thing. It's gonna be interesting. I could see a Chelsea Arsenal final, and and uh, oh, I yeah. could see it. I could see both of them. And Ramsey's also the being, being, being the two, being the two teams that like Hazard are also song. competing for that fourth spot at the same time. Yeah. So it should be interesting. One of them, one of them wins the Premier, or one of them wins the Europa League, and one of them gets finishes fourth. And if what if they're the same or what if they're opposite? It's an interesting, interesting thing to keep an eye on. If, yeah, if neither of them be finish in the top four. That's and, their, and, that's and, then, the, and then they have that game to the get money in. maker game for both of them. <laughs> yeah, that United somehow actually. magically do something. I don't Who see that knows. Actually, It's gonna be it's gonna be Chelsea Arsenal. Well, let's talk about top four. Let's let's uh, let's get into that because it's a different day now. I, I wrote it out for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, do do we to... not want to do? Sorry to interrupt, but go ahead. Do we not want to do the score of game predictions first, like usual, or are we going to skip that and go into the top four? Top um, four? Let's, yeah, let's cover that off, and then we'll we'll hop into just, top we can four just discussion. do it quick. We'll just do it quick. <laughs> Chris, it'll take a, it'll just take a sec. We have a pizza break, so I'm out of this. Case. Every right. week we uh, we uh, predict the score of the games, and we uh, keep track of who does well between three people who are your usual hosts and my mother, Lady Margaret Forrest, who. Uh, is uh, just a participant that is meant to be like just a, a she joke. She keeps us honest. And... Just a f- it's supposed to be a joke, mom. <laughs> You're there yeah. for a joke, mom. She's tied. tied. We have and a four-way tie at the top at the moment. Tied at the top of this season-long game. We have, yeah. One point goes the correct outcome. Proper title race. A win or a draw, and an additional two points for a total of three. If you get the correct score, correct score is a pretty hard thing to do. Um, and for some reason, my mom, who knows nothing about soccer, and I, I mean this, like knows nothing about it, Whatsoever. She must now, though, after listening to the podcast. No. <laughs> she must have some insight no. about which teams are good. She's not listening for any of that. She's like, did I win? Did I she win? She just wants to know that we mention her every once in a while. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Like, Lady Margaret, shout out. She'll turn, like, fast forward to this part and yeah. turn it off afterwards. Yeah, of course. That's why anything we say, like when you talk shit about my mom last time you were on the podcast, like she had words for you about that. Yeah, she did, yeah. yeah. I apologize to... Lady Margaret Forrest. I apologize to Lady Margaret Forrest for any words that I've said, and congratulations for winning this. Well, my she hasn't won anything yet, so she's she'll just tied. <laughs> um, so let's get into it. Brian, Brian. I failed miserably this week. Seven points. Yeah, it was a bad week. I knew it. Yeah. 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 Seven isn't like the worst of the worst, though. Like you did two last week. Of a possible 45 <laughs> points. Oh, that is pretty bad. Because it was such a Oh, right, because it was a lot of games. Yeah. Fuck. So, yeah. Terrible. I mean, seven is probably the equivalent of my two. I did, I did, I did win two weeks in a row. You did. You were in red-hot red form. Red-hot. Yeah. Um, to tie it up so that's a four-way tie. 
Yeah. Not going to happen not anymore. Today. Not anymore. Somebody's breaking out. I had. Somebody's taking a league. 10 points. Oh, well, so it's Convery or Lady Margaret. The winning Oh, no, score, Lady Margaret's going The winning it. score <laughs> After had all this. 16 points. Wow, that's a f- very good uh, Yeah. Very good it's number. It's a good That's haul. one of the highest numbers we have. Now, it like you said, haul. it is uh, from a potential yeah. 45, right? So. Lady Margaret Forrest with 16 points. Wins. Convery with 11. What? Lady Margaret Forrest takes the lead she with... She takes it back. With worrisome... Three, oh, three, Margaret three game I weeks left. Oh my goodness! Good, good job. By the way, three game weeks yeah, left. Yeah, three, three, three weeks left, and she takes the lead. Conceivable. Now we're in a now we're. Oh god! Now if I get you win one, I win one, and Dave wins one, we've we got tie. a four way tie. <laughs> what do we do for a tie? I don't know. Man. We got to pick champ. We'll do the Champions League final. I don't know. That that will be the winner. I might quit. Yeah, you, yeah, you should just quit. Anyway. I still stand by it. Like if my mom's up there at the top. <laughs> Why don't you guys just buy a pizza and split it? <laughs> no, no, that's that's. But thank dumb. you for bringing us the pizza. Yes, we do. We do appreciate the pizza. Yum, 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 yum. yum. Um, top four, top four. So top four in the top hot four. potato in the top four. Why don't? Why don't? Why doesn't anybody want to win, or why at least want to get into the insure themselves into the top four? Like Bur- Chelsea losing to Burton Burnley, Arsenal losing to Palace. Uh, and, Chelsea and Wolves. did not lose the Burnley. Sorry, Drew, Drew, Drew to Burnley. Man United, uh, Man, United Man United getting smoked, touched their toes against by Everton. Everton, and then of course some difficult. Result today. Spurs lost to City, but did get it done against Brighton, looking like they're yeah. probably going to finish third. Let's be honest. I know you want you don't want to admit it, but it's likely true they're going to finish third. Um, and then so you've got that last spot, that fourth spot. You've got three teams that are close enough. If they decide they want to go for it, yeah. could, could could get that. So I mean, the real conversation we're talking about is three four. I mean, top four. Let's get one and two out of the way. That's gonna that's yeah. We gonna know come who they down are. to the last. Yeah, day. It's, it's gonna be. I don't see City dropping points. I actually don't see Liverpool dropping points. That's Vantage City, one point. I have this, like, imaginary... You've got a theory? Of course I do. Okay, let's hear it. So, you mentioned Burnley. They drew Chelsea. I think Burnley's going to be on high confidence. It's at Turf Moor. The only catch in my theory is that City has an incredible away form in their last five games. They got five wins. So... They're the only team... Sorry, keep going. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think they're the only team to have beaten the oh, well, I forget the stat I'll look it up Keep yeah, yeah. find yeah. the stat but basically my theory is Burnley is going to tie City next week which will put Liverpool in prime position to win the league the only problem is you brought up an excellent point that Liverpool Wolves. have to play Wolves on the last day but that's at Anfield so I can really see a very dramatic like 2-2 last minute yeah. Yeah. Alex Hossley Chamberlain comes out of nowhere scores the game yeah. winners you know Liverpool almost recreating that last Manchester you Don't know it hurts my heart I know it does <laughs> um well, I mean, I get, I get that we're going to look at Burnley. And go, oh yeah, they're a tough competition. But Burnley, who, by the way, if you look at their schedule and where they would be in the standings from January to now, would be in fifth position in the league. Like they're that strong they've since been very, January. They've been very good lately. Yeah, but it's still Man City, and they still have a fresh, rotated squad against Burnley, who will likely hang back and try to their best to defend. But that, but that's Burnley. Burnley used to defy the odds of stats, and that's why I'm. And that's why I was trying to find home. that stat because there is a stat that they've but beat. Burnley, like their record against the big teams. Burnley, the, since they've turned things around, have been, has been when incredible. Burnley have turned things around, they're not playing the Burnley defense of old. That, that's what got them in trouble. Like they're winning games now, but they're not nearly as defensively compressed as they were in the past. What I'll probably add to that is probably that was because they were outperforming their XG. Is that's the new thing? Yeah, yeah the saying. XG keeps coming they, out. They were outperforming that for so long. It was bound to obviously happen that they come back down to normal of what we expect. Sure. So what I'm hoping for is that they outperform just this one last time. Yeah. 
Could that way, could I happen. Least, it's a fair show, right? I mean, we're gonna find out because it's, it's gonna happen this weekend. But I, I'm gonna say I right look now, here, like, like look, cities has six wins, two draws, and one loss, or one one loss to actually to Burnley. That one win for Burnley. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. We're spending too much time talking about what Burnley's gonna do yeah. against Man City. Yeah, I really think it's unlikely that Man City are gonna drop points with three games remaining. Okay, when yeah, and it I would wins agree. Them the title. I don't think Liverpool they, are gonna drop points they either. Just I think got past they're just the, gonna win the by a point. That they had were Tottenham points three, Man United points three. The last three games might not be easy, but they're definitely they'll, they'll get winnable. it done. And Liverpool, I also see them not dropping points. Maybe Wolves' last game of the day. Depends on whether but or not I don't they, think it's going to matter chance. because I think they're losing anyways by one point, and that's going to be a hell of a race. Like, so you're every saying, game counts. I know. I, know, it's a, I agree it's with you. Much more interesting looking at three, four, and who's going to get those spots. I agree, but I still think Leicester, Brighton. But as you said, I'm. That's they're, fair. they're so good. I, I, I wish somebody could beat them, but like honestly. That was your job today. What, what were you talking about? <laughs> you had one job. The, the <laughs> one fucking the job, United. Drive. It would have been so double-edged sword if they had... Oh, no, I would have taken it. I would have won. Well, either way, I know you've been trying to get at it. Top so four. Three. I think Brian's got a really good point that it does look like Spurs are comfortable with three. Well, let me paint the picture for the audience. So as of right now, seeing as we're doing everything, Tottenham are on 70 points. Chelsea's on 67. Arsenal's on 66. United's on 64. Yep. Now, I've included on top of this the Europa League and Champions League games, which yep. fall in between some of those matches that are yep. left in the Premier League. And they will matter in those and games. Chelsea, in those they games. will. Those Chelsea and United are playing United are, United are the only fucking team that don't have any of those And games. that's why I think <laughs> here United they have a really good chance to get back into the nice. top four. No, I don't think they do. I do They're I do terrible. So. Well, play it, play it team by team. So Tottenham... Right. So you're asking for this upcoming week in the Premier League, so we're looking at West Ham at home for Tottenham. Tot- sorry, Chelsea. Tottenham are at home. Tottenham are at home yeah. against West Ham. Chelsea have to play United, so that's a big six-pointer. That's no, that's not what I'm asking for. What I'm saying is, like, look at it by the record, the, the three games remaining for each club. Okay, yeah. If you looked at a Tottenham schedule, they've got actually a fairly okay, so easy we'll go through Tottenham. So I'm going to say I feel pretty comfortable with Tottenham getting nine points out of the remaining three. So that's ver- so you're saying that they're going to get nine points at home versus West Ham, away against Bournemouth, right after coming from a home game against Champions League against Ajax. Then they go away to go play Ajax, and then they have to go play Everton at home. Yes. Everton at home yes. is the only challenging game. But I would still expect them, because it's still a race to finish in the top four, I would still expect them to do so. But I would say, yeah, Everton is the one game where fatigue sets in, and Everton are not layovers. But what are Everton really playing? So it's also the last well. game of the season. I'm saying so Bo- you, you won't know what you're going to get. I'm no, saying sir. Bournemouth yeah. and Everton. Because right now, I agree with you, undefeated at home, but that's still one last away game. Bournemouth? And that's in between Champions League matches for you guys. Right now, you guys, as you said countless times, you guys are in cloud nine. You don't want to be in the semifinals. I'm speaking don't, from experience. Don't, don't sound bitter, okay? No, no, but hey, <laughs> I'm over here. We are kind of a bit better. I said bitter, Wait, bitter not better. from se- experience about being in the semifinals of Champions League? Yeah, you've never been there. For Arsenal? Yes, once, once. Once. I'm glad you corrected yourself. My Thank apologies. you. Very limited okay. experience. Yeah. Well, of Just course, say. you've been there a lot. You made it sound like <laughs> how, many, how many times have you guys won it to make you feel better? We've been there a few times. Okay, good. it's actually it anyway. Is, it's we're, it is a bit of a we're, we're, we're having we're a banter off topic. Chelsea, Chelsea's on sixty seven right now. So no, like, like stick to the team by team because you're going all over the place. So, well, like, I, I just finished Tottenham. Tottenham. Tell me why those teams are tougher than what Chelsea have left, and United have left, and Arsenal have left. Because otherwise, and, I'm looking and, at them going... And we have a three-point 
lead already. That they are they are in the best position to comfortably be the one saying, "All right, we're, it's not really about three four anymore." And our form let's, is let's, good. Let's focus on okay, four. So I'll focus on that. Maximum points. Tottenham's maximum points is seventy nine. I think that's what you're trying to get at. I just think that Tottenham have a potential of tops four points being dropped. Right. Minimal one, which could be either Everton or the Bournemouth game. So I see that that's four points, which would put Tottenham, I think, at 74, my math's 75, right? 74, 75. So three-point win, 73, right. 74. I think that still opens up a door because United, if they get maximum points of nine, my math's 73, so that you guys are finishing in fourth. And then if Arsenal or Chelsea get in there too, if they win, well, Chelsea can't get maximum points if United win, so well, they're on yeah, 73 I mean, as well. That's, that's but, a big game. But it's still, like, Arsenal still are in driving position for that fourth because United can take the 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 game out of Chelsea's hands by beating them on the weekend. Mm-hmm. But Arsenal still have, like, they just have to win. Three. But Tottenham, Chelsea, and Arsenal all have to play. I think, for me... Like, Arsenal of- get nine points. Where are they at? If they get nine points, then they're at fourth. Right. You you guys can't you, and can, are, you guys can't pass us. We can't pass Chelsea, and Chelsea can't pass right. Tottenham. So what's your what's your points. projected toughest game then with your three remaining games? And, and like identify like Arsenal are in kind of a bit of a yeah. You have to a get, weird. You have to run a form right form now. As well. I'm going to say Burnley. Especially Burnley? that's going to be after that Europa League push, right? And everything else. It's going to be three games and. I think those games are going to be played on the Sunday. See, that, that is interesting, because Burnley's a draw. I can see Burnley yeah. being a, a draw I think Leicester game. will be a harder game. And, Le- and Leicester's tough as well. So that doesn't sound like your last three games or Arsenal's last three games are all that easy, especially given that you're still in uh, contentions for the Europa. So mm-hmm. that seems like not Mission Impossible necessarily I think you gotta, I think you got to go with form United. as well. With what, Arsenal's form is poor at the moment. They've lost two big, big games they needed to win. Yeah, you know they bottled it essentially. In, in what everybody wants to domestically, say. yes. I, I mean, that's, well, that. that's what we're talking about domestically. I mean, so they bottled it. They bottled the. They bottled an opportunity, yeah. and I'm not saying they if they completely bottled because they f- could fix it. But right now, when if they could be above Spurs. You know, like they had, they lost two games. They could have won those two games, and they'd be above Spurs in third, and they'd be you'd be laughing at us. The Crystal Palace. So that's getting, a, that's I wouldn't be laughing because right well, now the, situ- be, the situation. I would be if I was you. No, because what it's we funny. judge what we judge this league by it's by the end of May, and that's what we're trying to figure out. Is where are these four teams that like? There's this magical ribbon right in front of us, and all the teams are like, "Oh my gosh, I want to cross the line," but they don't want to cross the line. Yeah, so I know two that t- two people need to cross this line. I, I, I get that, but that's exactly what I'm saying about Arsenal. Like, they don't look like they want to cross the line. Because so ultimately, the, what, what I think we're saying, and he's not saying you're finishing top four either. Like you're, you're kind of taking a tone like he's saying that he's actually like he's kind of advocating even deciding on what like that. I'm getting the, the impression you think Arsenal are going to finish in the top so four. So let's or is let's, that, let's is get to the true? meat of it. And okay, let's all talk about who, who, who we think is actually going to end the top four because it does sound like the math is there. Mm-hmm. A lot of different scenarios could happen, and even at the end of this weekend, right now. It'll become clear what the chances are for Chelsea and for Man United if either one of them has a chance to pinch it from Arsenal, who do seem like the most likely contenders to. If anybody's going to drop points, it's probably going to be them, given the schedule. That I will face. only say Arsenal's the most likely, depending on the result on Sunday. Right. Based off of how United and Chelsea. Once that match is decided, right. then I would probably be able to confidently say yes so or no. At this moment in time, knowing that it all changes. On the weekend, so none of this will stand. Mm-hmm. Who do you think, as of today, finishes the top four? I still think that it's going to be United, and I'm going to say Chelsea. And who's your one and two? 
My one and two, Chelsea, and then United. No, no, like, wins the league, second oh, place. Oh, Liverpool, City, then it'd be Chelsea, then United. So you think Liverpool's going to win the league? Yeah. Okay. No. No. <laughs> what's, like what's, that whole top four is completely You might wrong. be right, though. All of that's mathematically. I mean, that, yes, mathematically, but you, you're, you're completely ignoring are form. You, are you in you're data? Ignoring, you're, no, you are. You're ignoring form uh, as well. Like, considering... He's putting a lot in... I, I think you're putting a lot of faith in Burnley to take some points away and from And for Spurs to drop or that's four points in right. the last three games. So like, without getting to why he's going to happen. Why, well, that's who, why. Who's your four? My four is, is uh, City, Liverpool, uh, Spurs, Chelsea. Safe pick. I don't blame you. Uh, it's more. It's likely based on what we're looking at yeah. right now. I mean, form wise, and as far as recent results, and as far as the teams that they're playing against, Chelsea are going to beat United. The one team I didn't read out for Chelsea. So Chelsea's playing away at Old Trafford, Europa League against Frankfurt away. Then they play home against Watford. Then home at Stamford Bridge, and then they play Leicester on the last day away. Difficult, so, difficult yeah. game. No, they got two difficult games. They there do. Too. They have difficult games, but they're playing better no, than the other two. two they teams. have three. Those are those are two excellent sides that are in that little bracket of seven to ten in the top half that can take points off of a top six side. Plus, they have a tough opposition in Europa League, an underrated underdog team. I'm not saying that. The, and then the, they the, have United. I'm not saying. I don't see Chelsea in there. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with fair. Are you bank, uh, are you banking on Eden Hazard to play out of his skin like he for has five been, games in a row? He's done it three games in if a row. If he does it, so yes. credit to him. I am. If he doesn't... He's playing for a contract at Real Madrid, and he's carried that team. And if you watch every game that they've played in the last little while... The, I don't think other he's playing for the, his contract anymore. I think he's already got signed. Well, maybe that's the case, but he, he's, he's looked to Real. He's playing like he is, and he's, he's played really well. So he's been their best player, and you know the... I, I think Chelsea are going to get in there. I think Chelsea are going to beat United uh, this weekend. Um, yeah, I think be, that's where you and I differ. Be, I think it'll be a, uncomfortable. I think it'll be close, but I think that's where that win against United yeah. is going to put put them in the top four. I'm going to go with uh, City to win the league. I don't. I, I try to no, make it clear. I just don't see them dropping points. I think, the both, right. I think both teams will uh, win. Every I think game. Liverpool will come in second, um, and I actually kind of feel like they're going to lose the Wolves in the last day to make it not as tight as. As what it could Four be. Four points instead of one? Yeah. Do you think it's going to be Champions League hangover from Barcelona? Um, Because that's also playing into their little schedule. Maybe. It's it's going to be a maybe. tough one to go into a, in a final day knowing that you're like Man City are going to... Sometimes it's really good for the no, players. Because, no, be. but, that, but no, that's my biggest often, fear for... Is. As a Spurs fan here, you guys are... As, this is why I brought the semifinal thing. If you guys lose the semifinals and you guys lose hold of top four... I don't want to see that, even if I am a big Arsenal fan. Just seeing that type of collapse, and you guys did that to yourself, as much as that brings me joy, that really does hurt, because you guys have made very good progressive steps, yeah. and you don't want to see that collapse, but just don't that's also part of the game. And, and, and that's sure. that brings yeah. me my third. Third, I, I, I do see show. Spurs being pretty comfortable in third. I don't see them dropping it. Um, and even I, even with the Ajax games for and me, I, I think, if anything, like, they're going to embolden us to play at, a, is, at a higher level. This is going to be a weird season. season. I, I see United finishing top four. I don't. I don't know how they're going to do it. It's going to be really fucking ugly. Really, and it's going to be more banking on others failing. But yeah, I I do see us beating Chelsea at home. I, I don't. I don't. I haven't been that impressed with Chelsea. Like yeah. Hazard's played really well, but like he's one guy. Not that last game. I mean, yeah. Um, Hudson Odoi had been playing really well. They weren't very good against, uh, Conte, against Burnley. Conte Pedro's going to have to come back. Williams is, disappeared. Conte's I have no injured. Idea. Like he, like his back is not one hundred percent. Like he's going to have a hard time. But. But that's going to be the game for me. Like whoever wins the Man United Chelsea game are the most likely to finish fourth for me because I just don't see Arsenal holding it. 
I could basically say that any one of those three teams could finish fourth, and it could, and if that could happen. I still think the top three. Don't get me wrong; three. like you look at the numbers, yeah, yeah I'm that not, would be in my top three. Is like top three is probably in. not going to change. Like if you had tied Brighton, would you have felt a bit no, more nervous? I'd be much more nervous. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah I think that win, that three point cushion that we've regained, mm-hmm. and the results that the teams around us have had is massive, especially with the game, amount oh, of games 100%. left. I think we go into the game at West Ham at home with a record, like I mentioned earlier, that we have at home. We win again, and then other teams drop points. Again, I think we're comfortable, and I think mm-hmm. we go into potentially we could we could ice we could absolutely have top three by the end of the weekend, like, mm-hmm. but depending on the results, and then we could go into the IX game without having to worry about it. We just finished in the top three. Yeah. Or top four, and we know it. So that that's potential as well, whereas the Ajax games no longer are relevant. But the thing is with me, with, when I look at Ajax, and sorry to bring it over to Champions League, but I look at Ajax similar to Wolves, where they play with a sense of it's fearlessness. Not, it's not going to be an easy game. No, and that's the thing. I think, and especially with... You can probably correct me on this. I don't know how big... Your squad is our squad, for rota- is our squad is thin as hell right now. We have more injuries that's than why any I think other team that, in the That's league. why I think you guys... <laughs> but we're still managing to get results. So. That's why I'm a bit fearful. Like, you guys are one more injury away from... We beat City with... Beat City in two, in two, over two legs in the Champions League. I love R- Lorente, by the we way. Beat, we beat them. in The best team in Europe, or arguably the, the, the Champions League elect to, to win it, in two legs with a depleted squad, with... A bunch of missing midfielders, not our talisman striker playing in the, in the side. So we're doing it anyway. And I think that has to be considered when it comes to wow. the, these types of games. Now, That's... I'm not saying that doesn't mean we won't lose to Ajax. Ajax are a very good team. They play the kind of football that we like to play. We have some of the players that used to play on that team. It's Their ethos is, is, is quality. I don't expect to win that game. I expect to compete really well. And I expect to be a great tie. I don't think it's going to affect the, the top four. That's my point. Yeah. I... Yeah. I, I think... I'm gonna. Yeah, I got one thing about Chris's thing. It's like when you win a couple of games at the start of a schedule, and you've got injuries, and you still have to accommodate those injuries through the end of the schedule. Surviving the start of the schedule doesn't mean that you can continue to do so. But it should be a little bit worrisome. Like if there's it, a chink in the armor, possibly for Tottenham, and nobody's saying it's going to happen or not. But the thing to watch is if you pick up more injuries. But the thing to watch that is t- that top four race will we be have difficult. Just had three players come back. So that's the thing to watch. Dyer's back, Wanyama's back. So that yeah. the injuries that we had at the end of that City Champions League tie, we now have three players back that would normally get into the side. So that is being that is people players are coming back. So the, right. the, the potential chink was if they didn't come back, I would absolutely agree. But we're back. Uh, Winks will be fit this weekend. So okay. we've, we've got three midfielders that we had lost. Now we lost Sissoko, but Winks is back. Dyer's right. back. Wanyama's back. So we've got the depth back there again. So I, otherwise, I would agree. But I, I, if we if we still had all of those guys missing, I would like we're fucked. We're, there's no way we're getting through okay. against Ajax. Okay, we might not even finish in the top I think four. For, I would have thought that. But for but, me, there's like this weird sense of kind of like you know how some clubs can go through a little bit of a an injury momentum where it just seems like they're dropping a lot of players. Yeah, like United went through that like we've had that all, ago, men- that all mentally season. Mentally <laughs> that feels like where I've been with Spurs all season. We so have been like you, that you know when guys season. are coming back I'm like, yeah, but you kind of know somebody else is going to drop. It could happen. Hey, it could. It could. I, 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 I'm not... I, I don't doubt that could happen. It's a, it's a bit of a ridiculous situation because we're talking our, about possible chinks in the yeah. armor. We're not saying that it is actually like a our thing midfield. Our midfield was like completely right. gone after the city game. After Sissoko right. went out, and I'm like, "Fuck, well, I'm calling, what are we gonna do?" So I'm doing a doping okay. test. So um, <laughs> I think what's clear about this is that that top four um, 
it's a, tight. a lot of it possibilities, especially for the fourth spot. Yeah. The third spot, by no way guaranteed, but does feel consensus is pretty comfortable for Spurs. Look, and if, then one and two uh, again in a, in a mark of how great the season is. It's it's a debate whether or not it's going to go to one team or the other. And right now they're just separated by one point. It's so. not. It's nuts that, that Liverpool could finish the league with like 98, 99 yeah, points and still not win it. It's nuts. <laughs> it this league is becoming a that two is fucking crazy. A two team league if it just keeps up yeah. this way. For now, I, I don't see Pico this. Liga. Yeah, exactly. That's a conversation. That's a bigger conversation. It is for different. Another, well, for we can, actually, we can ramble about it later if you want. Um, let's get on to like this question because I think uh, Chris. Chris is always good. Like he, he looks at the total standings where we tend to like not care too much because both, both our teams are <laughs> higher above. You know, soccer holic over the here. rest of there's everybody. other teams. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so soccer holics TV is coming in and being like, "Oh yeah, do you guys know that there's like a, other teams in the league?" Um, so the question. Thanks is for keeping tonight. us honest, guys. Uh, always. Who do we think from the seven to ten positions, which are Wolves, Watford, Everton, Leicester, and West Ham? I'll keep them in the discussion because I do think they should still be there. Even though they're currently 11, I think you got to put Leicester, who, Leicester who in that conversation. Who do we feel uh, has a chance of cracking top six eventually, next season or ever? Because some of these teams, like Everton, have been there where it's like, oh, just kind of waiting for it. But meanwhile, the top six has grown in size and stature, where there are more teams in the top six. Spurs found their way to, in there. They used to play in top part four. Yeah, big part of it because it was when when I uh, started really following like when Premier League. Was able to, you were able to watch it in Canada, uh, which yeah, I think changed for a lot of people. Yeah. It was like, oh, it's on the telly now. I can watch it rather than looking in the newspaper and, and checking things out. Uh, it was always top four. And in those, those top four teams for years, it was just like, oh, With fuck, the odd appearance from Newcastle and Everton. Yeah, and I think Black, Blackburn won. Blackburn won, won back won, in 96, won, yeah. I think. Yeah, so there, there's, a, there, there's a few moments here and there where it, it, you know, the, it changes slightly depending on the transition Leicester in the City season. Recently. Of course, I was just going to say that as well, Lester. Um, I don't know, Paul. I, don't, I can't see any of those teams in the next five positions breaking into the top six. Then I can't see it in the next five years. You know what? So. I think, I'm, to I be think, honest, it's anticlimactic, but I'm in the same boat. I can't it's, see it. It's, like, it's, it's more telling to how tight the top six is. Yeah. That, that and how six, good they are. That club in, in the comparison. top six is like... You take any like two of those teams and randomly select two of the top six teams. You put them in almost every league on the planet, and they're they're maybe second best or first best. It's in a that thirteen league. point difference between Outside sixth and seventh. That's big. Yeah, that's a massive point yeah. difference between those teams. It's uh, so no, I can't really see it. I don't. I tough. mean, and some of these teams like Leicester will not be as good as they are two years from now. Uh, Wolves know. will it not could be, be a beginning as of a project. Well, Leicester's like they're. As much as I like to say it, their batch of players that were the ones responsible for taking them to the promised land once upon a time, mm-hmm. they're all moving on. Yeah, they're and getting at, older. And as, well. as they move on, the position of them in the league is, is changing. And I don't know that um, they'll ever have a level of investment to be anything but like a good top 12 team consistently. Like I, I just yeah, think I next couple of years when like Avardi moves on and Maguire moves on. Yeah, when you T- take Tillman away... He's a lone player and he's their best yeah, player. Yeah, and he won't be there. When you take going to get sold. Yeah, when you take away those players, I could see them even getting, you know, becoming a relegation yeah. battling team. And then Wolves is the same unless thing. They, unless they do have investment. Although they have Brendan Rodgers there, so arguably there's potential for them because of the manager's sort of, um, you know... It, what people think of Brendan Rodgers, you love him or hate him, he's a successful manager. If he, if they brought him in, they brought likely have brought him in with with him on the eye of like I can buy some players, I can spend some yeah. money. So 
depending on how the how finish, well they spend. Finish right? eight nine. That's a good season for them moving yeah. forward. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't see them. Cup. Don't get me wrong. I don't see them getting into the top top six at all. But I do see potentially like with Brendan Rodgers there. There will be investment in that team, and they will, depending on how well he manages yeah. them, they will maintain probably where they are right now. Or Chris, somewhere. do you think that any of these guys have got it to, uh, to, us- if I had to usurp look at- the current like crop of out of the two teams, teams? I think Everton tried a really good push. I think a season or two ago, they leaned too much in the investment, similar to how Fulham kind of had a collapse yeah. this season. Yeah, a lot of Brom went to many players. I think Spurs have done the right approach to break into the top six. You have to do like a kind of like a slow burn investment. But I agree with you. Like, especially when you think about like you're trying to build this tower and then you have these like six kings mm. kind of above you and kind of picking you. It's really hard. Like, you almost need to have like a massive I think, burst of like production, like how Southampton or did. Or potentially yeah. one of those kings falls. Yeah. You know, like that could happen. But you the know, thing is, you know, five like, of those six teams are always getting in Europe, which means that they're always getting. Investment the influx refunds. of cash, right? But I mean, some we it's a team like Leeds, for instance. We we kind of brought this up on a few podcasts ago. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make the same claim I made then because I was a little buzzing about it. But Chelsea, uh, as a as a team, aren't getting the same investment they used to get. Their 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 uh, owner is no longer allowed in England. Mm-hmm. Um, he may sell. They they don't no longer have the investment in their stadium that they were supposed to be building. That was supposed to take them three years to build. Yeah, if there's but you know those things can take a team from being comfortably in a specific position. Now it might not happen this year. It might not ever happen. Yeah. But it mm-hmm. could take a team like that as an example. And I'm not saying that's gonna it could happen with United where they could drop three or four more uh, positions because of the rebuild that's that's necessary. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's that idea. For it a, wasn't that long ago. Uh, Chelsea finished eighth, I think. They at finished twelfth not and too I, long ago. I, never I think mind. Liverpool finished seventh. Yeah, no, recently. No, no, it's true. And and I'm saying that can happen, yeah. and that that might or will, is likely to happen with rebuilds that have to happen in the um the well, how the long, states. How long is your ideal real rebuild? I should be probably I saying. I think it's probably like oh, that's a six huge transfer conversation. Windows? I don't want to get into, but <laughs> like that's. It's a lot. Just say a number. You don't need to go into it. Three transfer windows. I think. Okay. It's, I think it's six. Closer to five or six transfer, yeah. windows. including yeah, the trans- January, not yeah. yeah, yeah. Summer. And it all depends on the mess. Oh, that so you're three, in. three. I'm going to say six. Three seasons. Like, yeah. And it all depends on the mess. Now the reason I'm in. asking that is just because, like, I look at Leicester. They brought in some really good players prior beforehand, and you know we were talking about one earlier, Tielemann. You know, like let's say they actually pull the trigger, they reinvest in him, or they sell Mason. And they get money back, and I do agree Vardy has to go eventually, and they're going to have to find a replacement and such, but mm-hmm. I think the peak of this Leicester project can break back into the top six. Like, they kind of had that lull mm-hmm. of think so. when I they won the league, so Champions like, League, what, they enjoyed what it. What about Leicester would anybody look at and, and, and go, wow, these guys are for real, the real deal? Because they, they had that. and everything, They, have, they ha- have more of an older Everything team. has been a declining version of that. They are just like another West Ham. They're yeah. like they're, they're good. West, they should be by West Ham's they're, ahead. They're a mid, my, they're a mid table team. Yeah, we're like if any if if there's a team, a group of players that you could look at and go, wow, these guys again, could push for something. It'd be Wolves. It would be Wolves. Yeah, but it, and it comes back to what I was just saying before: is that if if Leicester are going to do anything, it's going to be because of Brendan Rodgers, whether they invest in him or not. And uh, I think that will be determined. I but think we'll, they would if they pulled them away from the well, team. I can't mention because you'll be. Screw Brendan Rodgers again. I don't know. I don't know. He, I think he really puts a lot of stock in Premier League being like the pinnacle of the league. Uh, yeah, I think he, he's, he's legitimizing himself for yeah. being back in the league. I think that's why he's there. Well, th- that's what I felt Rafa did with Newcastle. And yeah. you know what? Like now he's able but, to actually. But I don't, to I don't think Brendan Rodgers is there to win the league. I don't think he's under any illusions that he's there. No, to but win I the think league. he's there to be in the league and be a character and be like, you know, like 
maybe the next team that's close yeah. enough to break it. Because like, he will relish the challenge. He'll want to, he'll week, want to be to able beat. to do that. Yeah. Look, he, 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 he got bored. At, he got bored at Celtic. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like he got bored. There. I don't think he got bored at Celtic. I think he. I think he just he lacked bored. a little bit of patience. He, he won everything. As you brought up last well, time, he got bored. He won everything. What three seasons he, in a row? I mean, he, he left, got bored. He left maybe because he ran out of patience and he's a bit of a prick. I don't think he was getting the investment at Celtic for him to compete. To no, maintain champions. but he Pete, never, he were, never was going, like that. Was everybody taking that job knows that's going to be the reality, yeah. and I so, think that's where it's the Scottish League. Let's no, speak. I agree. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying with Brendan Rodgers, he kind of let his ego get to him in that last season. That's why I think he jumped ship oh, to Leicester. So he had more investment. I would agree with yeah. that. Sure, but again, we're circling back to this. Like, yeah. just since we're talking about Leicester, because we think Leicester are a good quality, decent side. That maybe hit the top six, but I'm going to question that and go. You know what? Nah. I do see Wolves have, with more there's, potential. There, there isn't a project that's there that's really looks like they're, they're okay. So crack the top. So ranking six. out, I'll, I'll ask you guys then and to it summarize. It does feel this. like Wolves has got more Wolves, potential. Yeah, I'll me. ask you guys to summarize this. Is rank them even out then, of I don't five. See it happening. Out of the five, from most likely number one to least likely to break into the top six. Wolves number one. Okay. You go ahead. Do your do your five. Do your list. Then Leicester number two. Everton number three. Uh, they're not in the top ten right now, but I sh- they theoretically should always be there. So, so West Ham four. Uh, now you're saying Watford five then? I, I, if I'm following correctly, Watford shouldn't even be there. Oh, I disagree. I, I almost, Newcastle. I almost take Watford out of the conversation. <laughs> Why? Because I, I just they're in they're in eighth place. But then you, but the, but then you scroll down with because this is the and best. They've got of a the great rest. midfielding. Of, you got like are, Newcastle, Bournemouth. Tell you why. Because if they get pillaged, maybe they're a pillaged club. Like, yeah, they, could, they are. If they sell so everybody, obviously about to get pillaged. Are they the New Stoke City? Yeah, I can see that. Maybe. Mm, yeah, maybe. Ish. Well, I mean, they're always. Are they more Stoke City or are they more Swansea? Yeah, I wouldn't. I would give them a little bit more credit. They won't that. drop out of the league or like turn yeah, into shit. Some great football. Yeah, for like they just won't be seasons. in this position. Like they're they're what West Ham were uh, seven eight years ago, where like they were just on the cusp, and then they got raided, and they went back down, and then they went back up, and they kind of just keep doing this feeder thing. Yeah, um, where it's up and down levels. And Watford will be like that. Watford have been good two seasons in a row, though. I feel like they'll which have is a bit why more than they that. get raided. I feel like they'll be a, be a bit more than that. Decorey has one good season. Okay, you can stay. Depends. Two, it depends on goes. whether or not they are able to keep their players or some of them because they're not going to be able to keep them. Uh, okay. Around. All right. So I'm going to do mine. So awesome. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Wolves first as well because I think it's obvious to me. Uh, I think uh, I would put it probably Everton second, uh, and then I would do Watford third, West Ham, Leicester. Okay. All right. Um, I guess that's my list now. So. Um... First for me, I'll put West Ham. They've always had a good youth academy, and I think with their investments and Pellegrini's there, so stability. Sure. I can see that Everton. Marco Silva seems like he's getting a better idea. I, if they don't go more with the investment and more with uh, the youth academy, because that's why I always think this is very crucial in this position is that you have to have a youth academy to replenish yeah, once you, you get prated. You need a, you need a you need a good good sized squad. That can handle losing some big players and then still fill in. I am just that good youth academy. Well, that's what I mean by youth. Well, yeah, with, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Chris. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're agreeing. Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. Know, well, then we won't agree with my next one because I said Wolves third. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. That's fair. Wolves third. <laughs> I know I was advocating with Leicester City, but I'm gonna have them fourth, and then I'm also gonna have to agree with you guys on Watford with fifth because. I just hate fucking Troy Deeney and Watford. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Like they got some old blood. They do got some old blood. They old need to reinvest, blood. but they got some quality in that side as well, and a really good coach. So it, it could go either way for me with them. That's why I put them. Third but then, like, in my I list. feel like with this whole discussion, where it's schooling teams like Bournemouth, and you know, like a good, a good, 
how should I say, like, stepping ground for some clubs. You got Southampton, hopefully, like, you know, their youth academy is able to reproduce as well. And, and they always do. And they have a good – Southampton have a good uh, manager now, again. for Like, probably haven't had a good manager in some time. Do you, did you uh, – um, And they're they starting to look like they're playing Have, have you, you guys tracked the, um, the Southampton connection to the Champions League right now? How many – Players or people oh, that say, are from Southampton no, were, were connected to Southampton. There's nine of them. I'm not surprised. In the the four teams left in the in the uh, Champions League, there yeah. are nine connections to Southampton. Not surprised by that. They they have one of the best youth academies in the in the in the league for sure. In in, in Europe, probably. I think it's gone quiet recently. It's gone quiet to an extent, and there's it looks to me like there's been some players coming through towards the end of the season. They look Wolf's like Prowse. and yeah, they yeah, WordPress is great. They look like mm-hmm. they're realized like hey. We were known for this. This worked. Why are we moved away from a system that has yeah. been so good to us? They would sell their best players, six, five or six of their best players, and then come through with like another crop. I'm not and then people sure. would come in and buy that, and they I'm would not, still finish mid-table. I'm not entirely sure of this, but Crazy. I don't think any of the players are attached to this or either youth academy guys. Oh, no. They were probably players. They were that, just like they signed good players, gave them a showcase they, they for had, one or two years, well, they, well, okay, and so moved on. Not just youth academy, but it's also transfer policy and who they bring in. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, like yeah. Those two things it was combined. Just, it was crazy. Because they are, they are sort of... But it was like, like Poch is like one of the connections too. Oh, like for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Like, I think he was like the ninth of the rest of them or the, yeah. the other eight are He all brought players. through probably like nine of those players that are now in that, or not, maybe nine, maybe about five of those players yeah. that were originally the yeah, yeah. So they, at that time. Timing-wise, it worked out. Also, just the list that's for you guys for some names for next season, because I know you guys have to prep for that. Norwich City, Sheffield United, Leeds United, West Bromwich Albion, Aston Villa, I don't Derby get why County. you're reading list of names. He's reading the top six in the championship at the moment. These are teams that Teams that could potentially up, be coming up. That are going to... Potentially be in the Premier League. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what they're gonna do. Like, it's a weird segue. Like we're talking about the top six of this league, and you're talking about the guys again. Do you think any of those are gonna crack the top six? Yeah, maybe. You know, no. I'm, like, I'm not prepared to I open like, up another I... conversation track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is too off topic. Tangent, tangents, Chris. Come go. on, keep it focused, buddy. Let's talk about the games that are coming up this week. All right, let's do it. Let's get down to some predictions. Time. All right. Uh, Liverpool versus Huds, and I think you actually mentioned this because we talked about this earlier. We did. This feels like Liverpool will tear them a new one. This is on Friday, some, by the way. To like get some goals because if it goes can down, I say a goal a difference. Line? Yeah, of you course can say you can, a score you line. can say a scoreline. We're not going to write it down, but you can. I'm just not going to make you. Oh, okay. You can say five. Oh my god, it's like it's like thirty to one. Convery had three nothing. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Like. I'm gonna I, think, go I think what you said before was like very like telling is that this might be a goal differential uh, season, mm-hmm. and there's not going to be a lot of games where you can really light up. And this, this is the last one... game because they have to play Newcastle and they have to play Wolves. So... Those will both be difficult games. Yeah, yeah. I go three 0 as well. No, nah, New- Newcastle up. won't be difficult, man. Rafa's going to give them a pass. Completely disagree. Rafa's going to want to want to beat them. No. Nah. It's his old club. You'd never go into that thinking ah, I'm going to give them a pass. No way. I'm nah. going to go. The cheeky 3-0 as well. Yeah. Good call. I think we all went 3-0 on that guy. Yeah. yeah. Easy one. All right, what do we got next? Spurs versus West Ham. Spurs hosting West Ham. And Convery's got 2-0 Tottenham. 2-0 Tottenham. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm going to do the same. 2-0 Tottenham. It's my, my prediction before I knew Con- what Con- Sorry, Convery. I'm not riding your opponent. You're riding your uh, tails here. But it's not, it's a bit obvious to me. Comfortable. I'm going to go with a little bit of a surprise that uh, West Ham scored a goal 2-1 Tottenham. West Ham, they you know, they would relish in the, this cup final of theirs to score a goal, uh, the, be the first team to score a goal at the new stadium. I could does see it, it happening. Does any of that feel wrong? Do you feel like Tottenham or like there's a chance they might lose this game, Chris? I think you said I that we were going to drop yes. points <laughs> earlier on. 
So I'm lose or with- lose or drop points. Lose. Gonna lose right. to West Ham. Our Chris first game at you have News Stadium. Give a sense of what the score. That is not irrational. Two one thought. Last minute. <laughs> Two one late winner for West Ham. All right, he's putting himself out there I like that. Antonio. Uh, after being uh, having zero goals scored against Crystal this. Palace versus West Everton, Ham. and our friend Convery, uh, who uh, will pick every single time first because he's given us he's his not picks. here. He's not here. <laughs> he says two nothing Everton. That yeah. I don't know if I agree with that one. I don't know. I yeah. feel like this is a Palace win for me. I think I go two one Palace. Two one Palace. Yeah, their record at home isn't great, but I feel like Everton. Yeah, I feel like they're. Record away isn't great either, so yeah. I'm gonna go with a draw. I'm gonna go two two. Okay. Draws are a difficult one to pick because it's. I mean, you can see it. Like if you look at the odds, they're basically exactly the same two two point six five to two point seven. I'm gonna put myself out in that limb. I think you've. Uh, I think you made a good choice there, but I'm still gonna stick um, with mine. Fulham versus Cardiff, and Chris and I were talking about this earlier. This is a this is a massive must game win for, the, for Cardiff. Yeah, must Cardiff win for Cardiff. Wins three one. Three one. I could see. I could see a one nil win for Cardiff. Fulham. At the cottage. What, what's Conry picked, by the He's way? He's picked 1-1. One, one. Yeah, I can see that, it, too. It's at the cottage. Don't like you. They're playing well in front of their fans now. Like They are. They are. I'm yeah. not entirely sure, and I might be making this up, but I think this might be their last Premier League game at home this season. So this is their Ooh, au revoir. That says something. I'm going 1-0 nil, nil Cardiff. 1-0 Cardiff. Yeah. I'm going to look that up for you just so I can... I'm confirm. still going that anyway. Do it. Uh, Newcastle, Newcastle on the last day they play at home. Craven oh, College. That'll be, that'll be when they stick it back. pop the bubble. <laughs> still going 1-0 Cardiff. Um, no, it should be 2. You know what? Because they have a Canadian on the team, I'm going to go with Cardiff. That? I'm going to go with Cardiff. Yeah, he's... Uh, Shout out to the Canadian Premier League for starting, by the way. Starts two, this weekend. 2-1. Right? This weekend? Will this pod be out before or after that? This pod will be out later tonight. Okay, awesome. So uh, Canadian starts Saturday, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's I gonna be on CBC. With them. I actually had a job interview with them. Hey, how'd that go? It was good. They're good people. They got a they got a really good vision of where they want to go with the the league. And mm-hmm. uh, all right, let's stay focused. Let's we'll get into. We'll talk about that in the ramble. Yeah, yeah. it's a fun. Southampton versus Bournemouth. Convery's got two one Southampton. Yeah, I'm gonna go two nothing Southampton. Two nothing Southampton. Yeah, I can't see Bournemouth scoring in that game. Well. They had that. I, they had that five nil against. Uh, still like Brighton more. Uh, I'm going to go with a two one Bournemouth. These games are so hard to pick. These I find teams. Bournemouth to be the most Frankenstein team. They're so like, Frankenstein. I don't know what five nil against Brighton, and then they They're lose. So, yeah, the next week. I, yeah, love, and I genuinely really like watching them play too, because I think Brooks is a really fun guy to watch, and there's a few other characters on that team I like to watch, but. You never know with them. You um, never know. Watford versus Wolves. Uh, Connie's got two two. Ah, this is a this is going to be a cracker. Oof. Is this game of the week? By the way, where we got for next week? Oh no, never mind. <laughs> Wait, I, want, I just want to take the piss. I just want to say that. this. <laughs> Don't even say that. This is a big match. Wolves have this with a big W written all over this. Only because they beat Arsenal today. That too. FA Cup final. This is a rematch. Or semis. Oh yeah, it's a blood match. So Wolves that's a will good definitely call. want to like get over that. Thank you. That guys. is a good call. They good were going to be frustrated. They had that two uh, nil uh, lead and they yeah, blew they it. lost three two. Yeah, yeah their revenge revenge is sweet. I'm going to say that they will get really close to revenge, but I'm going to go two two. Two two. You know two two. That's not that's not revenge then. No, I think they'll be like close to revenge. They'll be like two one up and then fucking Watford. I'm going to go two one Wolves last minute or not last yeah, minute. Last two or three minutes. Two okay. one Wolves for me in in injury time. 
this prediction. I want like exact prediction. <laughs> I know you're asking a lot here. I appreciate that, but I don't know if I'm going to get exact. We don't score extra for detail. There's, yeah, there's no uh, there's no extras for, for it. The audience, the drama. Uh, Brighton versus Newcastle. Oh God! Brighton need something. Can we can we do like a re- the reverse game of the week? The Brighton worst game of the week, week, week. <laughs> As well, can we add that to our podcast? Sure. Um, the, but I think it would just be like something like. <laughs> It'd be like a sound effect. Yeah, yeah. We won't. Brighton versus Newcastle. Uh, yeah, exactly. We won't make it anything exciting. It'll be just shitting, essentially. Uh, yeah, I mean, this Brighton have been Brighton. They're defensively incredible, but in this game, you uh, Newcastle are similar in how they play. So you're going to have two teams who normally are used to getting like attacked, 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 and encountering or finding, a, trying to find a way every now and again to get something yeah. against each other. Yeah. So like. Who's got actual offense in either of these Con- teams? Convery thinks Newcastle win two nothing. I'm gonna pick a zero zero. Oh, Convery's a- crazy. Convery. If I was Convery, I would it's say Con- two nothing. Convery. It's Convery. You got to get his name right. Convery. Convery. Yeah. No, he's Convery. Newcastle. Newcastle <laughs> Convery. are safe. Doesn't matter to me. Newcastle. Newcastle, Newcastle did did come off a Newcastle very. Newcastle are going in. They're safe. Brighton need points. Brighton are desperate. They're desperate, but they can't score. So I just feel like nil nil is kind of where that. that I'm gonna go one nil Brighton. One nil Brighton. They're gonna get it done so they don't go down. One nil Brighton, and I especially the way they played against. Double Spurs, checking, but enough. you seem to think that Cardiff also win that day, so you're gonna have a really fun race to the final four. Look, final four, final, 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 final three, final drop, drop. Yeah, um, exciting. Leicester versus Arsenal. Uh, Convery, God bless you. You have Arsenal and Leicester drawing one one. Don't like you anymore. <laughs> okay, jokes. I like uh, I'm gonna go with a You've Leicester win. Uh, Leicester's going to win uh, 2-1. Ooh. Arsenal, like Arsenal are, are, are horrid on the, away from home. It's just, it, 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 it's awful. And the only team to beat the Met King Power during when they won the I'm going to go play. Leicester 2-1 as well. Yeah. I mean, Sorry, you man. All, you guys are all biased. I, it's, <laughs> I just haven't liked just, what I've seen, man. Write oh. down my pick just for this one match. 2-1 sure, Arsenal. Yeah, we'll remember remember your bias, okay? And my <laughs> first one to score goal will be Lacazette. All right. Well, cool. We can just put an L. That's all. No. Nope. Cool. Nope. Well, an L for a loss, maybe. I'll put an M for uh, <laughs> McGuire's pocket where you can find Lacazette. Yeah. Okay. Fine. The big Aries. Wait, which pocket? Left or right? Comfortable. You can't tell me that. He's got a back pocket. Oh, fine. Um, Burnley versus Man City. Uh, yeah, we discussed this a bit earlier. Now two you, nothing for uh, Chris, Convery, Chris says which a, is the voice of reason. Chris is here saying this Chris, could be. Chris has a has a uh, theory. I'm a tell, soccer holic. Of course, I'm crazy. So of course, t- I'm gonna t- think Burnley's gonna <laughs> tell tie us. A, in the tell city. us a little bit more about your uh, a draw. You think it's gonna be a draw? Okay, what? based off of the XG of the past two seasons, minus Burnley suffering from Euros, blah blah blah. I just think that this game's gonna be a tie. City's away form shows, and City's quality also shows that they should win this game. But it's at Turf Moor. I think a good atmosphere with Turf Moor. Those fans are gonna get up and be like, "Oh my gosh, City's coming to you know Turf Moor. Let's make it." Really difficult for them. I don't think this City team has that physical toughness. They didn't demonstrate that mental toughness. That's why I'm going to say 2-2. And now I'm just going to fade to the background. Fade. <laughs> and he fades the and black. And he's in a bush. I'm going to go with um, City 3-0. I'm going to go City 3-1. I think, I think they're going to just be incredibly comfortable. I think. Bernard Silva's going to score too. Burnley's been warmed up because of Chelsea. Just saying, it is. It, I mean, Chelsea's he, defense is not. the I same. I want to be really clear Chelsea's about it. Offense, is Chris not is the not same. wrong about Burnley right now. If you look at the no, I'm, I'm position that they Burnley. should be since uh, January, yeah, they've been incredible. For... They're in fifth. 
Like out yeah. of nowhere, they've just Sean Dyche has them gun and play. He's got a mind. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I just don't think out of their mind is enough no. to be out of their mind against City. I mean, this is City. Correct. <laughs> like, it's just it's just not even <laughs> considering they're. Not, it's not Chelsea, guys. It's City. It's another level completely. And Chelsea is they'll get spanked. Yeah. Okay, fine. Which brings us to what uh, I guess we can call the game of the week. Game, game of, of the week, 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 week. Which is a, a must win for two teams desperate to f- finish in that fourth to, spot. To we've been talking in a race about. for the top four, rules. and and playing it at a time when they will know the results of the Arsenal game and they will know the results of the Spurs game, so they will have a real clear <laughs> indication of what this means. We have Man U playing Chelsea. Um, <laughs> Dave Convery, Man United fan, supposedly has one nil Chelsea. No hope. No hope, he's saying. It's what he's, he's throwing out to the world. No hope. Um, I'm an uh, optimistic fool, so I'm going to go with a heart attack in a can. 2-1 for Man United. What are um, the rules? And I will not enjoy myself. That's I'm going to be realistic with Convery because I think he's, he's on point. I think it'll be a, a scenario where uh, Hazard will will destroy United's defense. 2-0. 2-0. No, I'm going to pick what I think is going to happen. I'm not going to pick... I've, trust me, I've lost weeks on a number of occasions trying to be different. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Then again, you're a regular. I'm the guest, so... You don't want to be different. We, we want to thank uh, Chris from Soccerholics uh, being on the podcast again. Thanks, Chris. Oh, thanks. Yes, good to have yeah. you. Um, Chris, so, what is a soccerholic? You guys? I guess he's... All right, cool. Fair. <laughs> what are the rules? <laughs> do we get a t-shirt? Um, Working on them. Do we, have a, do we have a Monday game or no? No, that's it. That's, that's week. it, right? That's that every, is the week, folks. Cool. All right. Well, that was fun. Um, we have uh, the ramble now. We wanted to talk a little bit about, um, I think, something we've we've touched on before as far as access to, to football. Yeah. Um, this is a sore point for me. Um, and me as well. Could be for a lot of people. Maybe a lot of you guys know. Maybe you guys don't. But Canada is, is currently a... Uh, in the north. A country that the English Premier League is trying to grow. North America, Canada, the English Premier League is trying to grow viewership, and it all starts with TV for obvious reasons. So Canada um, had a cable uh, set up where you could get occasional games and not all the games, and we started getting more and more games, and then we started entering the world of subscription channels on cable TV, so Sportsnet World, Satanta. Yeah, I did that for a couple of years. There's a few different Satanta variations. was the original, Satanta which was, became Sportsnet World. Yeah. It's the same thing, but and, just and, a different and not, name. And not one of them was perfect, but they were growing year after year because viewership was growing and let's be honest, we year. all used them. And everybody used them. Oh, my God! It was a forced <laughs> thing, but yeah. it, it became easier to watch games. It became easier to go to games, to bars and watch games. It became easier to find like-minded people who were fans of the English Premier League, maybe fans of the same team as you, maybe just fans of like how you and I met and just talking yep, shit yep. about the Premier League. Yep. And and it was something that has grown increasingly and has become um, increasingly accessible. And I think the word accessible That's is... That's why we have this podcast, folks. Yeah, exactly. Um, what is the current situation this season is that uh, Sportsnet and TSN have a set of games they split amongst themselves through the course of the season. Sportsnet still has Sportsnet World, a subscription channel. So it's a bit of a hodgepodge of trying mm-hmm. to find out what channels where, kind of moving stuff around. But in the world of PVR, ultimately we're in a better position now than we've ever been before, if you don't mind spending I think we're bucks. actually in a better position than the UK when it comes to being able to watch games. I think that's true as well, because they're, we they're a bit well, fucked I think up. It's a strange situation further than that, like, when do you think... Television subscription over here in Canada really grew. Would you say 06 when the World Cup happened? That's when we started to see more of 
What do you mean by television subscription? Well, we I think we're talking about what we just were talking about was Satanta, which was the original like, specialty, yeah, no, but specialty what I meant, channels. But what I meant was like I feel like TV in relation, like with soccer being on television, just like all the time back then. Like this is my point, at least on the topic of you know like subscriptions, TV, and everything else. It helps grow the game, and I think that really. So yeah, I'm gonna get to it. Okay. So that's where things were. Jump the gun. And the benefit of everything I've just described mm-hmm. is that the game grew, mm-hmm. access grew. Yeah. Access, interest, game growth. Everything was great. You've got people who are finding the games who are are new to them. You got people who were from the UK originally. We've got a huge contingent of Scottish people, for people example. People stealing the shit out of streams Irish. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> stream, stream, stream. The news that has broken this year is that the arrangement, um, which we're already making concessions for, because if you haven't noticed, you can't watch Champions League on TSN oh, anymore. Champions. Yeah, what a disappointment. The zone has and the, the exclusive rights to mm-hmm. Champions League anything and UEFA League. Yeah. and DAZN is a subscription service that's online so it's a streaming service you so cannot watch the television channel we're not even talking not about exist. cable TV anymore yep. so uh, DAZN has bought the exclusive distribution and uh, broadcast rights for all of Premier League soccer next season so gone are the days of, of tuning in for TSN and Sportsnet gone are the days of easy access um, and hello are the days of getting yet another subscription service that's a streaming service. So mm-hmm. now people are looking at, at, at competing the dollars against Netflix and Prime and all the other services. I can see Netflix going in but for a shout at some point. No, As of I now, don't. it's zone and, it. and zone. I know a lot of people who are NFL fans who are already pissed that they have to get the zone to watch football yeah. because the NFL package was bought that the Sunday night ticket or whatever it was called. I, mm-hmm. I, and I, on this note, I have heard a rumor, and I don't know how, how much weight is in it, that zone are looking at getting a TV channel. I, I like hope, I hope they do because they need to. They like, sound like Thanos right now. They, they, they absolutely have all five leagues. It's a yeah, they have league. to get it. They have to get a channel, and that 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 comes with maybe it's a specialty channel on your Rogers subscription or whatever it is. Yeah. You, whatever it is but you then, have. But then, but, but then in order becomes... to compete, like other otherwise, like we talked about earlier before the pod, like people who don't use the internet the same way, maybe like you, though some of us do. Please. Yeah, well, you know, like well, older, older folks, people I, who are older I will than use, me. I will use my dad as a model every time. Yeah, my dad's yeah, a fairly tech-savvy guy, well. mm-hmm. but the idea that he would go onto an app to watch soccer and yeah. not just tune in on the TV. It's strange for it, them. It would blow his mind. Oh, I I've tried to explain it to my dad on a couple of occasions because I'm like, why do you get Because I got my streams and, you know, Convery and I have talked about that on a number of occasions. It's sort of the illegal slash illegal. It's not illegal for us to use it, but this, the servers are illegal, but it's not going to come back on us in any way. And we pay our subscription and we get to watch everything we want to watch when we want to watch it. It's wonderful. I've been trying to tell my dad to get that. And he's like, so... What do I Is there like up? a TV guide, or how do I know what's on? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so it's just this—it's just this difference in generation of recognizing like how totally. to consume the, the 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 thing that you love. Because so, e- even the situation right now with TSN and Sportsnet, which are like they're on regular TV channels, but they're all at different times, cable. different games. And there's a bunch, and, of, and it's yeah. like TSN will have TSN one, three, and four, like, like five of them. There's so five e- TSNs now, plus the regular TSN. It, it is hard <laughs> to navigate that shit, and we're talking about your interface is just your TV. Yeah, like it's a more complicated version than TV before, but it's still just Remember, TV. Well, you have to connect to the internet, and then if you get like the, the pop-ups, or if you get like a, a virus or oh, something, when you're using a, a software like that, it, it, yeah. it, they could just get like, oh my god, this is the worst, I'm turning it off, and not be able to watch it. And, and the other thing, for Lack me, the, the zone is, yeah. it's not perfect, so is there a sport that's worse to freeze right when a guy's about to kick? No way. Like, I, I've had this happen before. As oh god, services. I've had it on a few, yeah. It never <laughs> happens on cable. I, yeah. I dislike the entire notion that this is what's happening. And, and I worry 
I, it's annoying and it's a nuisance for me, but I'll figure it out. So I'm personally will be able to watch. I'll make sure my my dad can watch. But I worry what this will do to the momentum that I think has been very strong over the last 15 years. I would agree, yeah. Which is people in Canada really start buying into the English Premier League. and then it's, Or just European football generally. Or just too, European even, football. Right? Because like the access to it has been Toronto great. folks will probably figure it out. We tend to be a little Toronto-centric in that we're a little bit younger, a little bit more tech-savvy. But like there are people out in like Thunder Bay who are starting to watch soccer. Sarnia. Thunder and where? Sarnia. And, and like <laughs> they're not sold on it. They might like watching the odd game, and they might be enjoying it incrementally as they watch more and more. But like this whole notion of now I have to subscribe to something, to like to get into this game that I'm not yet in love with. Oh God, we sound old right now. It just it, throws it, it off. It's a, it's a, you it's, guys do. I don't. It's the it's true. It's the change of how we consume our media, right? Like, and that's something that. Excuse me. As soon as the internet happened, that was an inevitability of it. And when it comes to sport, it's probably the thing that I think it's taken the longest to transition into this. Like we've been streaming illegally or people have been streaming illegally for some time now to get like whatever feed they can get, but it's never been like HD. Yeah. So it was always kind of like, yeah, it's going to fail. It, there's been no commitment to it. This is DAZN, what DAZN done, they're the first, or at least in North America, but maybe there's other ones in other parts of the world. They're the first organization who've done this as their model. It's yeah. our business model. We're a streaming company. We don't do anything else. We don't have a channel. We stream. That's, that's the, the first future. time that's happened. It is the future, but it sucks, and it's going to hurt. It sucks because the it's not general interest of a sport that's not even our sport. Yet. Yeah, because it hasn't become. It's not stable enough, and it's not something that's easy to use. It's not easy enough to use. It needs to be like a TV, like like you, your cable box, but connected yeah. to the internet with no issues. And that it's just not there yet. And and so that's why they need to have a TV and it's show, a, at least for like three you, or four years. You have to like something significantly enough to subscribe to it. Yeah. Like my my wife's stepdad, he loves Man United in that kind of, oh, I'll watch the big games kind of way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, that's cool. That's awesome. Like that, if that's how you're enjoying it, along with your golf and your hockey and your other sports that we all kind of watch here in Canada, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. But there's no way he's going to subscribe to watch the occasional game. Yeah. And this thing, Too much work. this occasional game is going to be taken away from him. And he he still loves it. Like he'll sit down and he'll talk it's still to me. And that, and it's still on NBC that, most no, of the time. No, but I think that's what there's an the odd game, but not all games. There's pretty much a game on NBC, regular NBC, every weekend. One game. One game. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that's, that's whoever's the game play, of the whoever's week playing on Sunday at twelve. Those are not always even that good games. Like, no, they, they usually are, but they're often sometimes, sometimes not. they're poor. Yeah. So I, this is just a, it, I, it's not going to go away. It is the way of the future. There's probably a lot of advantages to it. Like I know such as people. I think you can watch it in different devices, such as a cell phone, such as your cell phone. Lots of places to watch. Tablet. If, you, if you're yeah. sitting at your office and it's a three o'clock game, you want to watch it live. You can just watch it on one of your dude. Like, I your on my browsers. phone on my phone. I watch most games if like if they're a three o'clock game and I'm at work. I can literally like while I'm working, I can yeah. just do that and just. Yeah, there are advantages. And, and I can you, do the things I need to do and be like, oh, yes, get in there. If the God, interface is, is easy enough to navigate, <laughs> you can watch all the games Sunny, on demand. Of like, you'll never miss a game. The games are always on demand. So you yeah. have to watch it live. It's like it's like a built-in PVR. Yeah. I, I just don't think this is going to ultimately be good for what the – Canadian interest in the Premier League will look like in ten years if this is what we're going to be. But I think, uh, but I think there's a bigger opportunity because the, the zone, and this is why I think you guys missed my Thanos reference. They have captured most of the other leagues, so they have Syria, Bundesliga. They're all going to be connected there for yeah, the yeah. Canadian audience. So I think it's if you cross it, that like the, payment threshold, you have unlocked all of soccer. But that's my thing. That's the Canadian soccer lover is the target. 
yeah. it's soccer lovers won't mind that and will enjoy that that aspect of, oh, I get to see all these other sports. But how many more years could we have gone on with this? You but know, that's it's on TSN, Sportsnet. Like, how many more years? No, I agree with that. I, I think what he's but saying is eventually do, you're going to have to monetize it. That's the thing. And but that's it what is the monetized. Zone, well, that's what the zone's doing. But what I meant is like not being necessarily okay. What the zone's done is they monetized it now. Like we're well, we no, have, no. I mean, we, like, we have all the TSN okay. and Sportsnet. They this been monetizing it the entire time. Yeah, I don't this has been monetized. Money, money has been made. Okay, it's just no, more tons. money was made. Contracts. Con- a bigger contract went in for the exclusive rights to to broadcast. Okay, yeah. or stream, but. TSN and Sportsnet were, were spending money to get those rights in Canada. And Sportsnet are doing both. Okay. Sportsnet are streaming and have a channel. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. But which my, is what DAZN have My issue is they've come in heavy and that their model will be this 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 soccer lover streaming service. Okay. Like, cool, man. I love it. Like, you will pay for it. You'll pay for it. Like, probably I will pay for it. Like, it'll be great. It's amazing. Like, cool. Like, theoretically, without being uh, illegal about it. Like, yeah, although, yeah, yeah. The, although, tar- I, the target I, is I, I understand what you mean. But like, once you lock in a target who are already lovers of a sport... You are closing the doors to recruiting further interest into that sport because nobody's going to spend the ducats to watch that sport anymore. Okay, out of a the casual... door is closed to casual viewers or the, the people who are coming up who don't even know that they're into it yet because they haven't caught occasional games in a casual way on a Sunday hungover, like on a couch. What do you think? What do you, guys, not there. what do you guys think of DAZN as an idea other than just a channel, but maybe streaming for, like on a couple of occasions here and there, like a free stream of a game? The game of the week, we're going to go do a free stream if you're not a subscriber. Yeah. Like, I think that would be a way if, to if do that. If the zone partnered with TSN, for example, and yeah. said, you know what, we'll give you one game a week. No, no, have to zone stream it for free. You don't need a subscription. You just can come on, give us your email. We'll send you the stuff that's happening. No. Why not? Because it's still too much work for the kind of person I'm talking about. Because it's still... It, it's. If you get an email and you get a link, the way people man, consume things is that they they come across things more accidentally. I know, I know, but this deliberate, I'm going to go track it down. That's going to change, and, and and that's not always the case. So, for instance, if you're on Facebook and you follow Man United and you maybe follow that DAZN or like something like that, and DAZN have a, a promotion, they want to be like, hey, we want to get more, we want to get more people to watch. We're going to show throughout the season five games or six games, big games. That we know are on the schedule for mm-hmm. the entire season, and you don't have to have a membership. We're gonna let we're gonna let people watch them for free, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're gonna promote that. And so it's gonna show up on your Facebook feed because you you've clicked some of the same things that you would see that sponsored thing come up on your on your feed, and it's you're giving that person the same thing that you would be giving them if it just happened to be on yeah, the telly. It, listen, so you see if, what I mean? I I'm saying they could a, do that as a marketer I mean, for the zone. I would do that. That's a fucking genius sure. thing I just thought of, by the way. Yeah. That's if the zone, if you're listening, I'm not worried about marketing I for want, the zone. I'm worried about like <laughs> getting people to come across a sport that is, but that would be a way the, to do it. The bottom of the list of sports they're going to be exposed yeah. to, but in that Canada. would be the way to do it. Would like, be to like a thing like that. Well, I'm the, not the saying it would work 100. percent Okay, but, but here's, you're, you're here's the kind thing. of offering something. It exists there. They might see it in their feed. And be like, oh look, United are playing today. Click comes up on their video on their yeah, computer, maybe. and they go, shit, I didn't realize it was that easy to stream something maybe. because they don't really realize how yeah. simple it is. You know, look, I'm just ca- throwing it out as an idea. The casual just, fans still going to get the World Cup, the Euros, those types of things. If we're talking strictly with the Premier League, I know it sucks, but you know, look. That casual fan may now look at the MLS or the CPL now because those will be on like you know CBC or nah, you know, CSN. By the way, CPL exclusive broadcast rights are also on a streaming service. Streaming, yeah, one sports. Streaming. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's all right. No, it's, but CBC. It is, it no, is, no, but CBC the, has a couple games. They'll get a, a few. Couple they'll games. get a few. But, like, but still, that's 
It's the, it is the future, guys. I mean, we have to admit it, and, and and I think there will be there will be a struggle to go from what we're talking, what like older people are used to, and and getting those sort of games when they like, oh look, the game's on, and they throw it on their telly. Uh, and, and it'll like go that. from that, and there'll be some there'll be some semblance of that, or there'll need to be to to get new viewers. But the people who are growing up with the internet now are used to going like, oh, subscription. I know how to do that. You know, the 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 the, the, ba- the boomer generation are going to die in the next 10, 15 years, and they're the ones who are struggling with this stuff. I want to be the really... generations before, and I'm one of them. Have been no, no, doing no. it for a long I, time. I got a good point. I want to be I... really clear about this, though. I'm not talking about aging out people. I'm no, I know you're about, talking about. I'm talking about once you ask me to spend money on something, I better fucking have an interest in that thing in advance of spending money. Or, so it pre it predisposes that or better I am. Be very cheap. But I, think... I am a fan of what I'm subscribing to watch. If I'm not, why would I bother to do so? So for those people who might love sports but are in a nation where soccer is probably the sixth or seventh sport they're going to be exposed to amongst all the other shit they sure. have. No, I don't disagree with well, that. that. They will be able to watch on their televisions regularly. But the cheaper channels. route for some of these teams now may be going through their clubs respectively and invest in their streaming service to cover coverage, which is what this is all about. Yes, it's the league, but like – you're United support. I bet United has United TV where you can watch all the games exclusively for United. That's it. That is. I an don't alternative. understand what that has to do with what I'm saying, though. Because no. again, that's you're still talking about somebody who's vested. I, guys, like, no, I get what you're saying. Are I you do. looking for the just the casual person? He's like, talking I'm about talking the about the growth of the, the, growth of the English yeah. Premier League, which I witnessed firsthand for 15 mm-hmm. years. because of how easy access, easily accessible. Yeah, because you can you can when you watch limit the access, now. you limit. Like, I, the I have friends who randomly pick saying. teams. Like, like randomly, we're in a position where they're like, I want to be an Everton fan and see what that feels like, mm-hmm. and they can start watching Everton games because it's easy to follow because it's on TV every every Saturday or Sunday on Sportsnet or TSN. Not the hardest thing in the world to, to figure out. Fair Cause, point. Because their sports package is not a yeah. soccer package. It's a sports You're talking package. about the growth and, and, right. whether, and how it hinders it, this, which is this totally This caps fair. it to what you have now. And it yeah. caps it in such a way where not everybody who's a fan now will take the next step to spending money to continue to be a yeah. fan. You have to find a way to transition. And yeah. I think that's what I was trying to mm-hmm. say about, about this, potentially having those, those sort of free matches and that they pop up in people's feeds and they have an opportunity to... to Oh, there's a game on, and I can I get to watch this one, and it doesn't cost me. Yeah, there's, there's maybe ways. Like, to, there's like, ways to, to do that. The blow, I just feel yeah. like I'm, but I do think that you can't avoid mm-hmm. it. Once this is the new way you have to watch sports, a specific any kind of sport, you've now capped it to you're not going to really grow the interest in the sport anymore. If anything, you're, it's going to fade away because people like my dad might just be like, you know what, man, I'm spending how much money? But I also think that I'm comes back, how much money. It also comes back to what we were just saying. What your your dad or my dad or or people who like who are at that age. The, like not to be morbid in any way, but they will die out, and then the people who have been using the internet for most of their lives won't struggle with the thing sure. you're talking about. But no, I think I mean, there will be a transition. I mean, frankly, I will. No, I will have. I know this. I know this from Satanta when that was a thing. Yeah. Okay, constant conversations with my wife about how much are you spending on the Satanta subscription? Forty bucks a month. What in the fuck? How we, we pay why? fifteen how for my streams. Bu- it's bu- fifteen bu- bucks a month. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's, oh, I my stream. There's now. that. I know you do. You use mine. Yeah. This is Converse, right? Doesn't apply. I'm more. I'm putting myself out in the world of. I'm concerned about others, but for me, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter because you've got somebody else's account. I'm glad that you care about other people, though. Like I watch Man United TV. I got like I'm. I'm like he's fine. Okay, good. He's fine. I'm glad you acknowledge my. I lo- but I but I love I love when you've loved new, to see the new, you, love, you love to see a new casual new United people fan. coming into it like I love watching they're all people casual in, in here in this country Let's and it affects other, uh, other stupid shit this will affect <laughs> is like um, bars like 
That's I think not, this not, is a not, great not, opportunity so for bars then. Not no, everybody will not. spend this it, kind of money. So this is the biggest problem for bars. So I, ta- I, ta- I was okay, talking to you guys now. about this earlier before we did the pod. So uh, Dog and Bear, who's just up the street from where we are at Audio Chris Studios, um, uh, shout out to Richard and Richie. Uh, West Ham fan and a United fan. Uh, we go to watch the, we, we we go to watch the games there on a regular basis, and I've been doing their audiovisual services for them for years, uh, for fifteen plus years or so. Um, and they literally were were using uh, an illegal streaming service. Illegal. Sorry for calling you guys out, but you, you already know you've been caught for that. So uh, dealing with it, and then they've asked us to come in, uh, myself and my my colleague Adam Davis, uh, to come in and kind of um, install. Proper Cody's with DAZN on them, and DAZN. then now install them on all the televisions. And they're like, "Look, we have to put a friggin' Cody into every one of the at every TV, and then send an internet connection that connects to all of them via, um, you know, the via internet. well, via, just via yeah. like a Cat Six splitter that goes across. It's a lot of fucking totally. It's, I mean, it's not a huge deal. We can do it. It, it. It's not crazy expensive, but it's a totally different way of doing something. So yeah. if you've already got cable, which I think at, at um, Dog and Bear, I think they have eight cable boxes in a rack, and each of those cable boxes is capable to, capable to go okay. via a router everywhere. So when you have that, and then DAZN comes in and goes, we're not on cable. And it's Champions League, and your entire bar, your yeah. entire in, uh, identity of what you do is football, and the Champions League games are on, and you can't show them. <laughs> like, what the and, hell do you and, do? And that's a specific. That's crazy. Like, that's that's a big. That's a kind of blow. Where like that's a that's a a pub that's pretty famous for watching games and yeah, broadcasting. That's games. what they do there. And then, then I, I think of like my hometown in Markham, and there's like mm-hmm. two or three bars total that maybe you'd want to go to and watch a game. Yeah, and that's like that's. It's such an oasis of fun for those people who go to those games in those pubs. It hurts everybody. It's so rare. Yeah. But those pubs will never – they will not subscribe to this service. They will. They'll have no, to. They, no, they, they won't. They, no, they have, they have to. to. No, like the, there's like maybe seven people in that bar watching those games. Um, like they don't have a built-in audience for, to invest the infrastructure. I disagree. Can I, I, can I do to. a YouTube channel I, where we sorry, do go to pubs? How, how do you disagree with that though? I think that those pubs – I am talking about I'm, specific pubs I'm talking about. Okay. You may have specifics, okay. but I'm right. going to talk about a smaller pub that maybe doesn't get as many people. But those people rely on going to that pub to see the game. It, okay, so the Dunright, where I go to watch Spurs games, they have a, they they set up a small TV. And they got a little Cody box, and they connect it to the internet, and they stick their HDMI cable out, and they manage it. It's not expensive, so right. and it's not hard to do. And, and Dunright's so, got more followers than the kind of bar I'm talking about. I know, but it's a small bar with a less amount of people, and so it's it's inexpensive to do it. They just need somebody with the ability to do it for them and they'll look for it okay. because they'll lose people. I promise you the bars I worked at in Markham will would not do this. And and the four or five Well, they'll go to business. They it's not soccer's not Facts. a big draw for their business. Guys, like I don't want to I don't want to blow your mind, but not a lot of people will spend money watching well, soccer. So, no, so, no, but so at, it's ineffective at to them. 9 or 10 in the morning. It doesn't even matter then. So it doesn't matter for the bars what I'm saying for those people who go there because it's one of the few places they can gather in small groups to watch a game that nobody else really follows because that's kind of the the reality of a lot of English soccer fans outside of Toronto. Again, there are not. There's not a lot of places in Barrie people are getting together. I just to think watch it's games. a demographic issue here, and I think that like you're not going to see that happen at a bar that wants to be relevant and understand that this is a game that people want to watch. They're going to do the things they need to do. If it's only five or six people, and those five or six people are in their 60s and 70s, they're just going to die off. And the the people who run the bar are going to do something so can, else. Can we at like, least agree on this? Gonna this is going to make life harder for the bars. Bars have to now decide whether or not. Yes, I agree. I 100 agree on that. I said that already. Super. Can okay. I now mention my point? I don't know. And then everybody died. 
<laughs> wow, you guys are so deaf oriented today, man. Like in this ramble, jeez. It's just it comes down to the reality of of the demographics and the technology, and those things matter. They they will change how we do things. You're a good example I, cool. of it, and I think you're saying the same thing. And I'm going to say one last point about uh, what I do think this is going to mean. Not that I love any of the Canadian broadcaster personalities, but I think they're all going to go away. Well, Not really. Well, I think they they're crap, and I think they will go away because they're crap. No, I and think I think, I think they've product. done an excellent job of rebranding themselves. Like for instance, Who? the two on well, Christian Jack and uh, Stephen Caldwell, two good friends that I got to meet and interview at one point. They've shifted towards a podcast format and such. Mm. So that is more of the way of the future to be more of like how we are right the now. The internet. So. The only problem is, is they've done 10, 12 years of interviewing players, so they kind of have a leg up on both of us, which kind of sucks. But Well, hey. I don't know about leg up. I think I'm like, I'd, I'd be interested to have one of them on the podcast to have them discuss the same, com- have the same conversation. Where do they think things are going to go? And, and why? And- it's great that they're potting, but they're potting while being. They're still on, broadcast on the telly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but well, they're, they're no but, longer broadcast no, personalities. No, but they're fortunate or? in their but maybe case with a career where they still have like MLS and they have different projects in which they actually do coverage of the game. Like yeah. they're still entangled. But like the other ones, like the Sportsnet guys, I'm a bit Craig concerned Forrest about. Craig Forrest is gonna go blah blah. Yeah, well, Craig Forrest can barely speak. So no yeah. offense to the guy, but I'm not. Uh, hey, terrible. Hey, you, you get into the career that you get into the career due to having a career. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, fine, but I can still dislike him. That's as, far as, his, That's your as far as what he's doing. Either way, I have a point to make, and it was Do about it. the pubs. So supporters' pubs are like your high-end pubs. Those ones I don't see burning out due to the zone because I see those pubs readapting because they'll that, fix it quickly. And that's exactly. what Dog and Bear are doing the same thing. It's exactly identical. So like you know places like we've covered like such the Midtown, Opera Bob, Scallywags, you know Scotland Yards as well, Firkin on Lore. I, I, I just I, I, I don't want to blow your mind, but every single one of these Toronto-based bars just they function differently from other areas outside of Toronto. And I, and I understand it, but like this also provides an opportunity if you're that one bar in that small city that you keep referencing that you think is gonna like die out or run out of business, as Brian said. It's an opportunity for that to be the gathering zone for soccer on a weekend for something, and right. that can re- reignite a community. So there's – as much as this is an opportunity where you're saying that the game's being killed off for the casual person like just stroll by, how many times have you casually gone on a bar night with your guy friends out and, you know, like you go down the bar like, hey, let's check out this bar. It's the same thing on the Saturday morning if you're, you know, hey, I'm looking for soccer. I had to do that a couple times for Champions League back in the day. Now, like, I'll be honest. This year, I barely watched Champions League because it's on the zone. I don't have any real desire to go Dude, watch it. It's not the same, man. I know it's I, not the I, I, same. No, my, my point of interest, I'll tell you exactly where I'm coming from. I, I was agree. a bartender in a bar called in Sheila's Joe's in Markham. Shout out. Okay. The soccer crowd, games to broadcast at nine, they end at three on weekends. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of the run. Yeah. Nobody's really going in there to make a lot of money for the bar. They're coming in for like, do you guys have breakfast? Oh, I'll have a Coke. I'll have a beer. One or two what beers. Is beer? Like beer's the, not open till 11. The, the Toronto crowd go in and go like, my fucking team is playing. Let's have fucking 10 beers. Like this, let's walk out of here at three or four in the morning. Cause we got here at whatever time in the morning we got in there to watch games. Like there's lushes in Toronto and there's fans in Toronto who are more hardcore, but the burbs, they're different. They just don't spend the same kind of money. So bars won't invest in this kind of stuff. And it's not bars will go out of business because of this. They don't give a shit. There's not like a lot of money spending. That's but my like, point. I don't, I, that affect, I don't think it that is, affects. It is more the people who live in those communities who look forward to at least being able to go to a bar and watching the games okay, like will not be able to do I that, don't that I don't think that affects what the thing that you, you think it affects. I don't think you're in, we're in a scenario where – People who can't go to Shoeless Joe's, all of a sudden they're going to have like lose interest in football. They don't have any interest in football. If they did, they would 
consistently go like I'm going to go to a bar where I know I can watch it. So they're casual well, fans. Them being a casual fan isn't going to ruin e- even the growth these, of even these guys. May not, even the, these guys might not be the, the casual fans I'm talking about. These guys might actually be the ones who are like they are fans of the, they like just watching it in pubs because that's where they came. So from. they'll they'll go to a pub where they know it's playing it, and that's but, a little but, bit tricky but, to find. It is it is honestly harder than you think to find a pub that plays a game in Markham. Because most of them don't even open up until late, later. I think I, th- I think that maybe I love how I'm using Markham as a reference. I think that so, how long ago did you work Toronto. in Markham at the bar? The bar I worked at is gone. I know. So how long I'm ago sorry, was because, that? Because they didn't want to subscribe to support how, that world. How long ago was that? Uh, fuck. I haven't worked as a bartender for ten years. So reference reference that. So I'm going to give you. Or, Let's just say. S- I'm going to give you an example as to why. So I went down to Florida. I'm in like uh, like two weeks ago. I'm down in Florida for work um, in a place called Marco Island, and just outside of Marco on Fort Myers uh, Airport. Mm-hmm. And the guy Wait, went outside the airport, Mar- Fort Myers. Not by the airport. I've been there. Well, cool. No. So, so it's about Imagine. an hour. It's about an hour outside of the airport where we're driving. And I'm driving with a colleague who I was working with, who's from it's Nashville. Hot. It's, it's hot. hot. It's hot. hot. Um, and this was the Champions League game. Barcelona, Man, uh, Man United were, were playing. And I was like, he's like, hey, let's go to a, let's go to a a, a, a beer a place where we can just go get go get some some local beers and, and get some food before we go to the airport. We both had a few hours beforehand. Uh, Go to this this fucking in the middle of nowhere in Florida, and walk in, and the man the Man United Barcelona game was on the telly. There's nobody around. There's like, and it's on the television. Yeah. So I just think your ten years ago scenario you're talking about isn't the way things are anymore. You can get that everybody's got like access to it in most places, especially the U.S. I, I wish you hadn't used the U.S. as a reference because you can find every sport in fucking U.S. Of course television. you can, but the there's show. always pockets but all in the of US, the so stuff that all of the stuff that happens on the television in the U.S. We get in Canada all of it. We get all of it. It's I all syndicated. Just think that there's it's more- all. It all comes here. It's all on every channel. If it's on a channel in the U.S., it's on a channel in Canada every time. Well, if it's on a channel in the U.S., it's on a zone now. All well, the f- all the football. Would but be if example. but if that's going to be a thing that's going to take over how we consume media and the U.S. do it first, we're going to follow and we're going to find a way for to, to manage it. And people who want to watch it will watch it. They'll consume. Well, it. we're technically doing it first. Because they're like, for example, like they're well, they've got a different deal. Yeah, their football packages are like they would never be able to do what the DAZN's doing in Canada. Yeah, MB, the NBC situation is a completely different. Like f- American football is, if you want to watch football properly, you're gonna fucking shell out the zone. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Which I mean, if you're a fan of football and soccer, it's gonna DAZN's be it's gonna deal. be interesting to see all this all pans out, gentlemen. But I think that brings. I, us- ju- I ju- no, but oh, you got something else to say. Well, all I was going to say is okay. it, it's an opportunity, once again, for other sports to be covered. And I know that I understand where you're coming from. You would want the casual fan to see the Premier League before, let's say, the Canadian Premier League or MLS because it may not be of that quality that we all enjoy so much. No, don't. I don't. I specifically don't put those words in my mouth because I don't. Feel okay. like one is before the other. I don't okay. think they need so to the, be weighed and measured against. They're different. Each other. They happen they're at different. different times of the day. Okay, so well. different. But I'm just so then I take those words out of your mouth and I want to apologize. There's just I, more games for the UPL than there will be for a, 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 six teams, seven teams, eight teams. But isn't cable going out of style? Yes. Yeah, cable is. Cable is absolutely going so out now, of style. So now I guess, but there's I'm, something I'm on your boat. There's now, a guys, difference between it going out of style and it should just go away for certain things. And that's okay. what everybody over indexes on what the actual thing is. Mm-hmm. Cable is still watched by millions of Canadians. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's trending down, but it's not dropping down. No, it's going to take another three or four years before you'll see it. Like I say, start decade. to get. 
I think in a decade it'll be go- mostly gone. I think in three or four years you'll start to see that dramatic change in how people consume it. So we're just seeing the beginnings of it at the moment. I think. Yeah, like Rogers won't go to your house anymore and say we want to give you cable. They're going to go and say we want you to give you the fastest. We want you the internet, internet lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the internet. The internet. Fi- fiber. Fiber is like everything. Fi- like once you have fiber and fibers in, in, everywhere, mm-hmm. there'll be no issues with like the internet dropping. Like as far as like, oh, I lost my signal. Like yeah. once that they can get past that scenario for every person, whether they're, they're at a level of uh, understanding technology mm-hmm. or not, when fiber and internet becomes just as simple as cable, then everybody will move away from it. So that. my alternative to an older demographic, if you're listening to this, would be go back to radio. Like I don't mind it. <laughs> honestly. Podcasts. Go listen to the North End podcast. Of course. <laughs> I can That's guarantee. I can guarantee <laughs> nobody listening to this podcast is... Uh, I'll hey, tell you, you never know, man. No, no, all that they would like listen to the radio. There's always that diehard that goes you, from episode hey, one till you know now. I'll tell you this: uh, my my good friend Patrick, who is a Spurs fan, who at some point will we will have in the podcast. Uh, watch him. I think you may have met him, an English fellow who uh, Spurs versus United. Watch down at the um, at the Dunright. Uh, shout out to the Dunright. Uh, he wa- he he listened to the game yesterday uh, on on the radio. He was like, "I'm at I'm at work." Put my headphones in one ear. Got the game on the radio oh, yeah. while I'm doing my work. So I think it's an excellent. It's alternative. another way. It's not going to change anything. It's just like so, a. It's, it's like it's, a last ditch effort. It's but yeah, a it's little there. win for those that you show concern for, which is the casual person or the demographic that's going to be phased out due to not being technologically able to be adaptable. It's a, it's an is opportunity. It I mean, we're not talking about tuning in the FM AM radio. <laughs> Like, you're still talking about going We get this online. young guy, Chris, on here, and he's talking about fucking radio. What the hey, hell's no, going I, on in the I, world? I, I, <laughs> hey, a lot of the Arsenal games I've listened to this year have been through, you know, like an app, Foot, mo- foot Mob. Shout That's out. strange one, man. Yes, but young man, Just you're kidding. a soccer-holic, and you're a youthfully soccer-holic. You yeah. Don't, I don't you don't fall to. into the people I'm concerned about, because okay. you have the word soccer and holic. I'm going to use this as a segue, because I, I want to I get so to I'm the So I'm the soccer, of... he's the alcoholic. Right? Can you... Uh, oh, well, that's, well, that's a story. story. That's a different um, conversation. Chris, okay. uh, yeah. soccer-holics, can you tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing, and uh, what you got coming up, and anything you want to promote? When do we get our t-shirts? Uh, t-shirts next year, hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed. Um, I kind of name-dropped a couple pubs. Those are the pubs that we're probably going to be at. So either the Midtown, Scallywag, Opera Bobs. Uh, That's this weekend? Yard. Uh, this weekend, you'll probably find me at the Firkin on Bloor for cool. United versus Chelsea. Check out Lots that, guys, if you uh, are either of those supporters. Uh, and should be a good time. on the last day... Are you the guy holding the camera? Um, I could be. Yeah? Maybe. I could be on camera too. I like to do a lot of the things. Okay. Creative director. You see, I'm even on this show being okay. a promoter. Being You'll be the guy that freaking running around interviewing people. Of course. Nice. nice. I'll be nice. having conversations, dropping random facts. So tell us, facts. can you tell us a little bit about, like, I, I'm curious well, myself, a little bit about what, so you're going to go, you go to, is it, is it sort of fan TV like you'd see in England where you go and interview the different play, people who've been watching the games and ask them what they thought about the match and get some opinions and then you sort of edit it together and then that's the, you know, if you by the way, what's the, the YouTube URL for people to go check it out? Soccerholics TV. If you type that in the Google, we should be the first should one pop popped up. up. So you, you can go and sort of watch what you guys are doing as far as the conversations you're having with people and the pubs you're going to. Is that is that sort for of... For example, um, we kind of go with like two or three different formats. So we do kind of like a recap of some of the highlights as well of the match. So nice. some of the goals, some of the fan reactions of like, you know, missed goals, offside calls, you know, goals scored. I love those ones. Controversy. 
Exactly. We all love the controversy. Then we get more of a, a little round table discussion. I think you guys the language a little too much for what I like, though, but yeah. I, I still love when you guys do that. Oh, thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. So, like, we do a little bit of a round table discussion with the fans and try to get, like, their opinion on, like, where they think their team is at that point in the season, you know, what cool. the likelihood is. Like, one idea I'm thinking I'm fishing around with such a tight race at the top, we almost called it, like, Pete La Liga with uh, Liverpool and Man City. I was thinking about possibly, you know, maybe doing a dual shoot. We used to do this a bit. Especially for some. Because ever have any guests on from other podcasts? Um, you guys. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Right? Well, we have made it on, but we love it. We love to. No, I, I, we, I was, we, I was, we'd I was... love to have you guys on. We've had previous guests, such as, as I mentioned before, Stephen Caldwell, Christian. Nice, Jack nice, as well. nice. Yeah, that's. We that's had the. Legit. I was actually recently on another. I guess you would say YouTube channel, Two Guys, One Beer. That's one of the guys I want to okay. get you guys on Oh, with. yeah, yeah. They're uh, really great guys. Our biggest obstacle is that you tend to shoot at bars while games are on, and we tend to have our own ways of watching <laughs> games. And places no, no, we like to go. And, and that's hey, I'd, I'd give up that, though. I would, I would. I would. I would do it for the North End, but I also just do it because I think it's be, it would be fun. Like, I'm fine with doing it. Hopefully, it would be my team, which mm-hmm. would help. But I would certainly, you know, if you guys got anything coming up and you want to you well, get us in there, let us know. Well, I was to see if I can get this one over here, Paul. If you can come out to the frickin' on Bloor, maybe. 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 Yeah. But, Honestly, if it doesn't, but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Don't worry about it. If it's you okay. ask me tomorrow, I'll be so much more enthusiastic <laughs> than I am today. Yeah. I know you're I still know. recovering. I'm I'm still wearing the jacket, You want me to okay? be there because it's a Man United game, and I'm just still like, ugh. It's hard to watch your team right now. You know, he goes up to nothing. He's like, yeah! <laughs> How do I fucking follow? Rips the off the night jersey. Yes, night jersey. <laughs> it's torture, Vintage. but we love it at the same time. I was already like when the Leafs lost last night and got knocked out of the playoffs. I was already like, that was why, did, why do I follow? You sports? know what? I actually found a good comparison to that. Leafs getting knocked out by Boston was like how Arsenal, for me personally, felt every time we have played Bayern or Barcelona. It's just like, oh my gosh, every time. Yeah, it's like the inevitable. Like you put up a good fight, it's like, yeah. oh my gosh. And you have a good to... first leg, and then you lose, and five one in the second. It was funny because I was trying to obviously book to get back on here. I'm you getting know, such a long list, <laughs> and then I was like, "What? You guys are gonna watch the Leaf game?" And I'm like, "Yes, yeah, the playoffs." I'm like, "Oh yeah, we're in Toronto, so yeah, that kind of makes, makes sense. sense." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then I was like, I was kind of hoping that they'd win, so that, you know, like you'd be in a good mood, but they didn't. And now <laughs> I'm, I'm still in a good mood. Man, Brian's still in a good mood. <laughs> Brian, gonna... Brian hasn't been in a bad mood for it's a been couple a while. weeks now. It's been a while. I mean, we had we had that run of uh, you know of, uh, losing five out of six, and I was in a pretty dismal mood at that point, and then we've we've, yeah. we've recovered. So that's good. I'm happy, but uh, recovering alcohol. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, not recovering, uh, uh, participating alcohol. High functioning uh, is the word. Yeah, high functioning. Okay. On that note, guys, uh, if you've made it this far, we appreciate it. Uh, if you have any questions or concern, please email us at the North End Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, Soccerholics uh, on YouTube. Just look it up. Soccer Hulls on YouTube, Instagram, yeah. Twitter. Yeah, hopefully we'll see one of us on there at some point, and we'll have Chris back. And uh, oh, Facebook too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to, to to all the people and places that we go to watch the football games we watch. And cheers. God bless the bartenders. Cheers. Go Leafs go. This is the North End. This is the North End. This is the North.